0: what's going on everybody this is drew here i want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of phoenix down this is phoenix down episode number 46.0 and we are finishing on new year's eve no less the year of the gear it's been a long road a very long road but we're finally here and um Amazingly enough, we we got it here on time. I didn't think we were actually going to finish it this year. But uh, tonight, I have with me uh, Matt Quinn. Hello, friends. It's been a while, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, it has been a while.
0: <laughs> and a uh, returning guest who played a few Metal Gears with us, uh, but then dropped out, is back, Ken McGowan.
2: I like how you phrase that like I'm a villain.
0: You are the villain. He was in
2: for a couple, but then he dropped out.
0: You are a Punished Snake.
2: Metal Gear.
0: I don't think they actually say it like that in this entire No,
2: because it's Kiefer, so he'd be like, Metal Gear! Like with an alcoholic tinge?
0: Yeah. So, um... The first thing I want to preface is that I am doing this on my cell phone because my internet is down currently. So... The quality may not be great, but Fuck we're going to bring the content. So, so yeah, we're playing through Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Uh, well, I the year
2: played through a lot we, of, yeah.
0: Yeah. And we're not really going to do like we normally do with all the Phoenix Downs. We're not going to go through like a walkthrough of the game and talk about what happened at this point and what happened at this point. We're just going to sit down and talk about this game. And man it's a big game Lots to it is been. a it is a giant game um, and it's unlike any other Metal Gear game I've ever played in my life and I will just go ahead and say this is the best playing
2: Metal Gear game,
0: but this is the worst Metal Gear game.
2: You stole that from me
0: I, and it's the <laughs> truth. It's probably a pretty
1: common sentiment, though. I mean, it's hard to walk away from it with, without feeling like those two things are both true.
0: Yeah. And it's.
1: It's,
2: um. It's a really good fucking game, though.
0: I just. I have so many mixed feelings on this game. Because being a Metal Gear fan, a huge Metal Gear fan, I found this game to be very disappointing. And. I don't know. I mean, it seems like looking at other critics, people fucking love this game. You know, I mean, they just and, and I'm like, did these people not not big fans of Metal Gear originally?
2: Uh, see, I don't, I don't like that assumption because I really like this game, and I'm a huge Metal Gear fan.
0: But let's let's go into the fact that. You didn't actually finish this game You went and watched the ending on YouTube
2: I went back and finished it though
0: Okay, well, yeah
2: I, It was It was because I didn't want to be spoiled So you spoiled it yourself? Yeah, I, I figured, why not I was like, you know This game is too big I want to see What the big hoopla is But yeah. it's going to take me a long time Because I'm very busy I don't have a lot of time to sink you know, 30 hours into a game in the first yeah. day it's out. Which is, yeah. you you would have to sink at least 30 to 40 hours to get all of the story.
1: Speaking I'm of, 44. how long did you spend in it?
2: Uh, I think my clock is at about 46, 47 hours.
1: It was 44 for me. I'm at 54, and I have one mission to go.
0: It's a big
3: game.
2: It is, but it's a fucking fun game.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, it, the the moment-to-moment gameplay is bar none, dude. I mean, it's it's fantastic. You know, I mean, it, it's the best controlling stealth game I've ever played in my life. And even even whenever you didn't do well at the stealth, you could play it like an action game.
2: You didn't have to yeah. play it as a stealth. It didn't punish you for not being stealth. That's true. And there sure uh, are a lot of rocket
0: launchers in the game
2: for being a stealth game. <laughs> damn right yeah. there are.
0: Yes, there are. So, I mean, I just, like, I don't even know where to begin here.
2: Well, you should probably start from the prologue, because that's the biggest cocktease of the entire game.
0: Yeah. So, this gigantic opening, you know, it basically leaves off with the ending of Ground Zeroes, where, you know, the helicopter goes down, we don't know what happened to Big Boss... You know, cars got blown up too, and the, you know it, it was mayhem. And we see small snippets of hospital scenes and people working on Big Boss and cars and all that. And then we wake up, and it's nine years later. Um.
2: And you get to make your face.
0: Yeah, the first thing you do is make your own face. And originally I was thinking okay so I'm being this is going to be like my Metal Gear Online character and um you know I was like whatever I just I just made a face and and went along with it um
2: I made mine look like old snake from MGS4 <laughs>
0: <laughs> And so I I don't know it's um the opening is insane I mean it is Metal Gear insane you know they you got you got this guy Ahab or wait you're Ahab he's Ishmael right yeah yep okay so you're following Ishmael who is basically doing the tutorial stuff with you and people are getting shot there's things going on there's Quiet is there before she turned into Quiet and she tried to kill you and she got burned alive and um it's, it's nuts. I mean, you run into the man on fire. uh psychomantis is there as a child.
2: But you don't know that.
0: Well, well yeah, but I mean... A there's, psychic, there's a lot of things you
2: make yourself because you know the story, but you don't yeah. know.
0: That's true. Um, And, uh, you know, it, 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 the ending of the whole intro is, you know, you being chased by the man on fire with Ocelot. And, you know, he he throws a fucking flaming whale at you. <laughs> it's insane. It's Metal Gear. You know,
1: it's, it's Metal, Metal Gear. Gear. And it sets a bit of an unrealistic expectation for the rest of the game.
0: Yes, yeah. it does. And I don't think it ever hits that note again. No. Um, in fact, you get that hour and a half scene sequence, I guess. And then you don't see anything like that for a good probably eight hours.
2: Nope. It's time to teach you the game.
0: Yeah, it's time to it's time to go rescue a bunch of random guys and get some intel. And I just I, I, at that point I was just like, where the fuck is Metal Gear at this point? You know, I was like, where where is my crazy cutscenes? What am I working towards? And have a and, and that was that's my biggest issue with the game is not only the pacing but we're not working towards anything. You know, I'm going to rescue these two medics. I understand. Oh, that may be so I can build up my base or whatever. But I was just so just bogged down with just it. What felt like busy work. But it you was know, fun, busy anything. work. Oh, well, yeah. Like, like I said, I mean, the, the controls and the gameplay itself is really fun. And, and infiltrating a base and stuff like that originally was a blast. Um, but then after going in about 20 hours of doing the same thing over and over again, I got kind of sick of it.
2: See, I, I never got fatigued with it. It was <sighs> one of the first games that I could go back into the world. Because there were just so many ways to do everything in that game.
0: That's true, but at the same time, that world was really empty.
2: It was, but... Yeah. I, truthfully, and I've seen a lot of people say that, I don't give a shit. Because, you know, games like Skyrim or Grand Theft Auto, I ignore 99% of the shit happening around in the world. Sure, it's immersive, but I wasn't going for that with this
1: game. I actually found myself more annoyed with just the, the general repetitiveness of the open world parts early in the game than I was late in the game. Because for me, it wasn't really until much later in the game where I finally was able to replay those missions with better equipment and come at them in more ways. Like, the, the first ten or fifteen hours I was literally doing the same thing over and over because I only had about three different weapons I was using. And yeah. uh, it, and once I was able to unlock a lot more, I actually enjoyed it enjoyed the busyness, enjoyed the grind of it a lot more at the end of the game than I did at the beginning.
2: Oh absolutely. Like that was that was what kept me going was all of the the upgrades and stuff. Like that was the best part of that game. At least for yeah. me.
1: Yeah, there was one big turning point where there's just a humongous influx of cash. It's fairly late in the game when they when they give you the reward system just for completing missions and and objectives. And but when I unlocked that, I had already accomplished, I mean, between missions and side missions, probably 60 or 70. So when I redeemed all the rewards from all of those missions, basically from that point on, I was going at full speed, you know, with with four different, four, four different deployed teams out doing other missions for me, upgrading things, you know, as fast as I can upgrade things. Uh, and and I, I really did enjoy just that the, everything sped up a bit at the end.
0: Did you enjoy the base building stuff?
2: <laughs> you sounded really bad there.
0: Oh, sorry.
2: Oh, you're fine.
1: My problem there was I wasn't sure what I was supposed to be feeling. Um, Because am I supposed to be excited that I get to rebuild my base from the ground up, even though I already just did this in the last game? Or I think I read somewhere that you were supposed to feel a a sense of revenge, you know, a sense of purpose, because they destroyed your base, now we're going to go rebuild it. Um, I, I don't know that. Along with everything else, like it, that wasn't that exciting to me because at the beginning, because I didn't have enough money and resources to do anything. And once I was able to, yeah. once I was able to have multiple streams of resources coming in, and I could upgrade things more quickly, it, it was much more interesting. But none of that happened in the first twenty hours of the game for me.
2: So. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a slow grind at first for sure.
1: I I. I, I I liked the beginning of the game and I liked sort of the second half of the game but the rest of the first half was just very loose it was very unfocused I thought
0: yeah that was the thing it was, just, it was kind of aimless as far as what we were doing you know it, but there, was, there was a good probably 20-hour chunk of that game it was just like they're, you're not working toward anything you are know, going to do these missions that's like Peace Walker had a structure to the thing uh just modestly but the thing was was that you were always working toward something else. you were always working toward, yeah we gotta find pop or we gotta find you know different thing <laughs> what's, what's, what's going on what's
2: going on with your thing <laughs> it's, it's bad is it bad yeah it's real bad
0: all right, let me take your own speakerphone. Anything else now?
2: I, I, it's, it sounds like you're going have a bad connection.
0: Okay. Well, it's my cell
2: phone, so I don't know.
1: That sounds good for that two-second clip.
2: <laughs> okay. Can you hear me now? Let me, let me move around the house a little bit. <laughs> take a walk on the wild side. Yeah, no, how about now? Nope.
0: Nope. Anything.
2: That's a little better.
0: Okay, how about now?
2: It's, it breaks up, but it sounds better.
3: Okay. I'm, I'm moving to my living room now. Wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is it still bad?
2: It's getting better now. Oh,
1: Jesus. just someone walking this... around in the woods, like, holding their phone up, like, Do I have signal? We <laughs> climb this mountain here And see if that's a little
2: better Hold your phone up At the highest point It's On your roof I'm,
0: Yeah <laughs> we, we wouldn't have this issue If my internet would fucking work
2: well, I can't help it The internet's not working, Drew I, I can't know. make magic But, uh, to, but um, to comment on what you were saying about About Ground Zeroes uh, of course it was structured it was it was a demo. <laughs> they they weren't going to no, unlock no. the whole p- thing for you. Peacewalker.
1: T- Peacewalker. Oh, I'm sorry
2: Peacewalker. I thought you were talking yeah. about ground zeros.
1: What what no, is no, no, it Peacewalker? Now that you mention it, how do you feel about ground zeros having, you know, at, at the time it, it was maligned a bit for being a 40 or 20 dollars demo, however much we individually ended up paying for it, but now, in the in the grand scheme of things, how do you how do you feel about Ground Zeroes?
0: I mean, it was it, it was just a it was a taste of what we were going to expect in the Phantom Pain. Yeah,
2: it felt like a tech demo for the Phantom Pain, except it was missing the backbone of the Phantom Pain, which is that base building, you know, soldier recruiting. Leveling up all your stuff Kind of thing It was essentially the same missions You know Extract these people
1: Yeah It's nice and representative of what you do
2: Oh yeah absolutely What the same four mission types (laughs) Just repeated ad nauseum
1: Yeah I almost feel like you know Given the length of it there was a lot more Story in Ground Zeroes Mm.
2: There really wasn't though Like it had a really long intro and a really long ending.
1: Yeah, but I mean, the middle there is not that long.
2: No, so, I mean, exactly.
1: it's all that together, you spend half your time in story mode and half your time playing. Whereas the Phantom Pain was ten percent story mode, ninety percent playing.
2: Well, let me ask you this: since the two of you kind of have that same opinion about this, if they'd have trimmed out, let's say, twenty hours of that middle game, would that have been more sufficient? To me,
1: there's two two things. Cutting out the fluff missions would be one thing, but I really wish that it was structured and this may not be representative of what anyone else is feeling because I've been a bit disenfranchised with open world games in general, but I wish that the missions that you had to do for the story were all one track and then essentially after that I would do all this nonsense if I felt like living in that world. But you know, like with with the way Chapter Two is structured, it's nonsense, nonsense, side mission, side mission. <laughs> oh, here's a story mission.
2: Yeah, Chapter Two, and and I think there's a lot of factors into this, especially the fact that you know, I don't feel like he got to finish the game, and at the same yeah, that, time,
1: that's a big caveat on everything here that we talk about. Yeah,
2: absolutely. But also, I feel like it was his first attempt at doing something like this, so he hadn't figured out what worked and what didn't. Yeah. And I would have loved to have seen Phantom Pain 2. Yeah. Which makes me sad, because I know he's not going to make... At least I hope he doesn't make another tactical espionage action game. <laughs> you just... Uh, you know, that seems to be the trend with the Japanese developers that are leaving their big companies. You know, Mighty Number no. 9, Bloodstained, what are those? Exactly what they made before.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. do you think that's a... Uh... <sighs> Star Wars-esque, let's play it safe.
2: Uh, I hope not. I just hope not. I just think he has a lot of really cool ideas in the tank. And I think Metal Gear's done.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I don't know that I would say done. It's just such a rich world. I would rather, you know, I I wouldn't mind a five-year break, seven-year break even. You know, I don't know what else even they would do next, but I haven't really known what else they would do in any of these games.
2: It's true. They all,
1: they all seem to be getting, in general, you know, they're not, they're not decreasing in quality.
2: No, the aside from the issues
1: that this one has. Yeah, the
2: gameplay itself has done nothing but improve from one to two to three to four. I mean, they all got better. I just, I don't want another Metal Gear. Ever? Well, not uh, yeah. Ever? I don't want another Metal Gear because it's not going to be a Kojima Metal Gear. That's true. And at the same time, I don't want him to go copy what he did and call the dude, you know, Mighty Mouse or so. you know. Yeah. I, I just don't want that. Or what was some of the names of your soldiers? Like Constipated Penguin or something? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just... Um, th- it seemed like there was multiple stories going on in this game. And I understand, you know, you have to have... Something in between there, because you know. Obviously, I'm going into this game saying, "How is he going to link this up to Metal Gear?"
3: You
2: know <laughs> he's not. <laughs> and, well, <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. I know. I know.
0: He tried to. You know, I mean, the, the biggest thing here is there's there's multiple things. So Skullface, who is the the leader of FOX,
2: most forgettable China. villain in that series history.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the most useless fucking villain in this game.
2: He was so cool uh, in the intro to Ground Zeroes, too.
0: Yeah. yeah. They, I mean, they set him up to be like this, you know, menacing dude that everybody fears, and then all of a sudden... Then there,
2: like, there was the jeep ride! Let's talk about the jeep ride! <laughs> like, what
0: the <laughs> fuck happened there? I thought the game fucked up. I
2: I it, lost track of the conversation about halfway through the jeep ride. I'm like, is this, is this, is this Kojima fucking with me? Yeah. <laughs> The hell is Am I supposed to shoot him or something? <laughs> well,
0: my issue was was that they just like he he talked for about not even half of the jeep ride, and the rest of it was just them staring at each other. <laughs> and Did I was going you know, the really first awkward. person,
2: like I kept going in the first person, looking at him, like look at you,
0: look it's at you. Just, like I thought my game had glitched. on me. I was like, was <laughs> it "Supposed to be a
2: conversation here? It's it's the ladder from three all over again."
0: <laughs> you know, at least the latter from 3 was kind of cool.
2: That's because the music. That's the only reason it was cool.
0: They were playing Sins of the Father. That's what I was yeah, saying. That's and the
2: I only thought... reason it was cool. Other than that, it was repetitive and dumb as shit. But it's so fucking weird. I was like, what are we even doing here? That so sounds pretty Metal Gear do... to me.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I was like, yes, that's weird. Even for Gema standards. Normally they have like this long epic speech like they like the President of the United States does at the end of Metal Gear Rising.
2: <laughs> Nano machines
0: and That's memes, man. Technology memes. But I just you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. So you, you worried about FOX taking control of everything, trying to XOF. Uh, XOF. Yeah, XOF.
2: It's backwards, um, Fox Out.
0: Backwards. Yeah. And so he um He's trying to... He wants to kill Big Boss. On top of that, he's trying to kill Cypher as well?
2: Yeah, they keep... Cypher is... Like, everybody talks about Cypher in that game. Like, you're gonna hang out with him at some point. And, like, you never see him.
0: Well, he's already in a vegetative state, apparently. I,
2: but I understand that. But everybody talks about him like he's down the corner. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Like, I think they say his name more than they say the characters who are in the game's names.
0: Yeah, and so, see, for the longest time, I was thinking that, that Skull Face actually worked for Cypher. And it comes to find out that's not really the case. And I was like, okay, so what are we even doing? And he's just an unforgettable villain. Or he is a forgettable villain, I should say.
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: Who, who never does really anything. I mean, he has chances to kill Big Boss multiple times. And instead relies on the man on fire being controlled by Psychomantis.
2: We also had Huey builds a philanthropist,
0: but that's like the most yeah, it's never fucking even used. Yeah, like nobody even gets in the fucking thing.
2: Well, you do have to fight it.
0: Yeah, but it's being controlled by who? It's not being controlled by skullface.
2: Who is in it?
0: I'm pretty sure it was being controlled psychically by Psychomantis.
2: I have no idea at this point.
0: <laughs> I just I mean it's it like it was so many things that were just just, just 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 like not not joined together at all you know, and then on top of that, skullface was trying to use parasites to kill everybody.
2: Yeah, that's when shit went downhill for me is when you meet the the Native American guy. Code talker, and he he goes on about like that was like the thing. It's like so. This is what's happening. Well, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> There's a parasite in your body, and when you speak English, you die. Well, what? Originally, the the originally only originally. the only
1: thing I liked about that is is that it gave Quiet
0: a bit more grounding.
2: Oh, um, she, you know, needed, yeah, she needed yeah, she needed something.
0: I just... I, I don't know. Like, Quiet was... I, I liked her as... A, like, her character would have been interesting if it actually led to anything.
2: If it wasn't just there for tits and ass? Uh,
0: pretty much. That is
2: all it was there for.
0: And that, you know, that was... And that bullshit excuse of... She has to polish. drink
2: through her skin. Yeah.
0: She breathes through her yeah, skin. Yeah, that's that's so, what yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Are you really serious?
2: Just just own it, Kojima. You're a pervert. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: It's not like we didn't know that before
0: this
2: game. Oh, yeah. Remember the glamour shots from MGS4?
0: I mean, the, the internet thought that this was the, the the worst thing in the world, though, because they went all up in arms. And I'm like, have you guys played a Kojima game in, like, the past 20 years? I was, I was just
2: saying, have you played a Japanese game? Yeah. I mean, have you seen what those guys at Team Ninja are doing with that DOX game? I mean, that fucker ain't even coming out over here.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was exploitive, but I didn't really have much of a problem with it aside from that.
2: No, I don't care. That stuff doesn't bother me. I think it's dumb. Yeah. it's it's pointless, but it doesn't like offend me or anything.
0: And I used quiet throughout the entire game after I got her because she's a cheat
2: code. She's
0: the win button. <laughs> you know, once Just you gonna... get her, once you get a tranquilizer gun on her, yeah. Shit.
2: Well, you don't even need a tranquilizer gun if you don't care. Well,
0: yeah, but I mean, I wanted to get, the, you know, I wanted to get people from my base.
2: <laughs> Go scout that camp. Oh, look. Everybody's gone.
0: Yep. I just, you know, it, there was multiple things about it that just really irked me. I was, you know, I mean, yeah, she got her little moment during a quiet escape. That mission. Ugh. Uh, that mission sucked ass.
2: know that cutscene.
0: What? You talking about whenever she
2: no, I'm thinking of the one where she bites something.
0: Oh, oh she
2: yeah,
0: to get your ear off. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she put his tongue out. Yeah,
2: when when she was handcuffed or whatever. Yeah. When he was trying to drown her.
0: That was that was whenever we were figuring out that there was a parasite in people. Yeah,
2: that was. No, 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 not in the interrogation.
1: Yeah, this is way later. Yeah, this when is, when he dunks her head. Reason.
2: Yeah, when he dunks her head in the water and she jumps back out and. There's a lot of
0: crotch stabbing.
2: Yeah, lots of crotch stabbing.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was during that mission.
2: Oh, God, it's Snake. Oh, my God. Like, I don't get disturbed often, but that one bothered me.
0: My my thing is, and here's my question about that. He did try to that. rape her, too. He wasn't just trying
2: to... Oh, no, no, no. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, at the end of that mission, whenever Quiet finally speaks... The reason why she was staying quiet the entire time was because she had the English strain in her. So she never spoke English because she knew that it would spread, if she did.
2: Well, yeah, didn't she explain that to Code Talker in the interrogation?
0: Yeah. But but yeah. my issue is that why wasn't Big Boss then infected with it?
2: That wasn't Big Boss.
0: Okay, my issue is, is why wasn't the medic infected
2: with it? <laughs> Nano machines. <laughs> right, just I,
0: because
1: of that one... The, the one... you know, a couple sentences she speaks?
0: Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was activated whenever she spoke English. That was how it was supposed to work, right? And then it was supposed to spread. You know,
2: I read an explanation for that, and I don't remember what it was. But it was just as fucking stupid as the rest of the explanations in that game. I, mean, I just she,
1: assumed there was some kind of threshold... You know, he was sort of unconscious. He couldn't hear it. I don't know. He wasn't that close to her.
2: Yeah, I I don't know how it
0: works.
2: It's a parasitic speaking disease. I'm not going to dwell on it too much.
0: Yeah, I immediately
1: wanted to, like, figure out what the rules were for for it. So, like, what if you say something in another language that sounds like English? Does that trigger it? (laughs) Like, if you say... If you just make sounds...
2: So if you say it's C sort of in Spanish, like, like is, yeah. that, is that C in English? And then, oh my God, you have the parasites.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I didn't really know the the rules, but it, I assume that you need to have some amount of, you know, one quick exposure is not going to do it. Although it did spread pretty quick through, through the base.
2: Yeah, uh, that was uh, just, that was literally a, a catalyst to teach you how to do base invasions.
1: Yeah, which. And it, 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 for <sighs> me, it was just another excuse of worth. The pacing was off, also. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah because was, all of
1: a sudden, like this happens, and you're like, "Okay, I guess we're here now," and I don't really know how we got here.
2: Yeah, that Let's was a whole it. other layer of that game that didn't need to exist. Was the whole build your base and and let people invade bullshit.
0: Yeah, that was that was a fucking nightmare. That's why I played offline the entire what, what,
2: time. I, I'm I'm kind of curious since Matt played this later than we did. Like, I had heard that the later patches actually taxed players who were offline. Really? Yeah, like, it took more money out of your account.
1: To do what? Basically, what I kept seeing when I would log in is, play online and you have access to all of this extra money. Like, you you know, because you have your... I don't, I don't actually know how exactly how it works, but you've got your forward operating bases, mm-hmm. and basically at the bottom there would be two bank accounts. It would say, here's how much money you have, and here's how much money you have in your online account.
2: Yeah, so that's what they changed, was initially there wasn't... Like, if you didn't log on, nobody could take your money. But eventually they patched it to the point where they would take a part of your money if you didn't log on. And as soon as you logged on, they would take a big-ass chunk of your money. <laughs>
1: Oh, no. And every time I logged on to get rewards, my money skyrocketed.
2: That's weird, because, yeah, they said as soon as you logged in to connect, they would tax you. That was one of the patches, and then they started selling insurance. for your. I did see that. Yeah, for your digital base so that you didn't lose stuff, because, man, they were fucking people left and right with that stuff, and it's just so dumb. It's like, don't punish people who don't want to play that part of the game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like fucking like Diablo three auction house shit right there.
2: Oh yeah, it's I think it's worse.
0: Yeah, it, it most certainly is because I mean I'm like this is a single player fucking game. Yeah. Don't force me to do this shit. This is bullshit, you know.
2: Yeah, and you're punished I, on how how long it takes to build stuff and how much money you earn if you don't log on and you know you get one FOB, but if you want more, you gotta pay for them.
0: Buy them. Yeah. yeah,
2: with real money.
0: It's I, ne- I never even set that up. Nope. never set up my FOB.
2: Nope, I didn't either. I stayed offline the entire time, and I haven't played it since all those bullshit patches came out. So I don't know what's happened to my game since then.
0: <laughs> yeah, I-, I loaded up once and saw a few things, but I didn't even pay attention to it because I just wanted to show my friend how how it ended. So I don't know. It's that, that I mean that's that's like that's Konami just doing their fucking shit, but. Did you ever uh, play online? I did. I played Metal Gear online.
2: I never touched it.
0: I have to give them props for it. It was a competent online play. Uh, and one of the coolest fucking things ever is that they allow you to choose the music. And you choose the music from any Metal Gear game, including the NES games. And I was like, okay. It, you know, you, you bring in Metal Gear music, and I'm all like, okay, yeah, we, all right, I'm, I'm down for this. That's so the, You could even choose Rising's music which is like all this heavy metal
2: shit. So, so yeah, that's like some thrash metal shit right there.
0: Yeah, it was great. But, so, the the only other thing I want to mention about Quiet is the actual boss fight with her. Because I honestly <laughs> think this is one of the most brilliant things in the game.
2: I cheesed it.
0: Yeah, I yeah, cheesed you it. Che- <laughs> I, I did not. I didn't know I was going to be coming into a sniper fight here. And oh, as soon I as had, I saw the
2: little gleam, I knew what I was getting into.
0: Oh yeah, but I mean, when I walked into that area, all of a sudden, quiet's there, and I'm having a sniper fight with her. I'm like, okay, great.
2: Well, you could have kept so, walking. Oh,
0: well, this is true, but I wanted to fight her. <laughs> and I was, I, I used a, the the fucking starter tranquilizer gun, and beat her with that. It took hours to do. Five minutes. <laughs> and um. I just, but that, but, like, that, the whole, like, they they didn't play any music. It was, it was, um, it was all just, like, the sounds of the area and stuff like that, and, you know, you running in between cover and and diving out of the way and stuff. I thought that was just a fucking amazing fight. I really loved that fight. Yeah. Unfortunately, that, that's the only other boss fight in the game.
2: Well, besides the whole
1: yeah, and the, and the skull fights. Yeah,
2: which, those I didn't fight most of the time. I ran away.
1: <laughs> oh, I think I killed them every time.
2: Oh, I did. Oh, they were so oh. annoying.
1: I hate, my, my least favorite one is the one where you're trying to escort, or you, there's two tanks escorting the truck, and oh as soon as you get caught the truck, the four pop out. Uh, I, oh, geez. God! I must have tried that 30 times.
2: Yeah, did it offer you the chicken? Oh, yes. Yes. The chicken is great when you when you don't care. Like when you get to that point where you don't care anymore. Like yeah. fuck it, I'm using the chicken.
0: <laughs> oh, I most certainly use it on that. <laughs> I got spotted the, twice. Uh, like the
1: one with the, the the metallic Archaea fight. I really liked at like the at uh, the airport hangar.
2: Yeah, that yeah. was that was cool. I like the airport. That one
1: I, I liked a lot more, and I like the one with the the snipers, the four snipers.
2: Yeah, in the woods. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I like that one.
1: Was there another one? Those are the three that I remember. I remember the
2: airport, and I remember the forest. I'm trying to think if there was...
0: And there's the one with the... The first time we beat him was whenever we were escorting Kaz, whenever we first rescued him. Yeah,
2: you're, and you can ride away on the horse. You can just put him on the horse and ride away. Yeah. Oh Or you can use the honeybee. That's true. No, I, I thought it was cool, like, when you finally beat them, and then it's like... And, and that just goes back to this game being too fucking big. Is like then you can harvest them and then that's an upgrade for more shit. Yep.
1: Yeah. Now I can finally do that. I just finally got the wormhole upgrade.
2: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what? Like fifty hours in? <laughs> yep.
1: Fifty hours in, I got that. And,
2: and you know what the funny part is is you haven't even hit the end game. Because the end game is all about the nukes. Yeah. And the nukes are crazy. Because there's what a cutscene there's a cutscene in that game that you can only see once all of the nukes have been disarmed. I mean, you can go on YouTube and watch it if you want, but... Mm, yeah. yeah. But nobody's done it yet. I think the closest is Xbox One. I think they're down to 81 nukes. Yeah. Oh! Take another shot!
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the, um... The <sighs> other... The other part of the game that, um... That, you know, besides the the whole parasite thing is the small story regarding Eli Hmm. and, and which is obviously liquid snake. White mama. I mean, I had, I had a, when we went to go get him, um, they had you fighting fucking child soldiers. You couldn't kill him. Yeah. I was like, this shit's getting fucking heavy right here. I was like, Jesus Christ! I was surprised they actually went that far.
2: I tell you, the mission where you had to escort them through the jungle.
0: Oh, that,
1: fuck that
2: mission! That,
1: that can, go, mission. To, that can oh, yeah. go to hell. Oh, <sighs> the one where you Not. rescue them like in a mine first. Yeah, and then you got to
2: drag them. They've got to like direct them where to go.
1: Yeah, i
0: drag one.
2: I use quiet, and I just sent her ahead to her next spot.
0: Oh oh my god! That mission sucked. But um, yeah, like when we run into Eli for the first time, and he, you know, he's he's totally like spouting off lines from like Metal Gear One and shit, and (laughs) it's not over Snake, you know, and shit like that.
2: Yeah, his voice is not like in that game. It's a lot more. The accent is different. Yeah, and that's weird to me.
0: I think they actually got a British person to actually do his voice in this one.
2: Yeah, but his British accent in—I think his British accent in the original game was more genuine because it wasn't so defined. Right. Like it was—it was—it's was kind of subtle. Like you know when you hear a real British person talk, because you know you can you can do the 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 impersonation all day long, and you know you're doing an impersonation because you're overdoing it. Yeah. And, and that kid in that game sounded like he was overdoing it. <laughs> But, uh, you I don't know, know I just it, got I was,
1: back from England. There's some pretty thick accents. Oh,
2: it, it depends on the, the location, for sure. Absolutely. But, like, a lot of times in games, they go overboard. Yeah.
0: But this, um, I was I was fucking you know, giddy whenever I was like, oh, man, this is liquid, man. I can't wait to see what the, where this goes.
2: <laughs> can't wait to see and Solid. Oh, wait.
0: Yeah, because, uh, <laughs> like, that cock tease in that fucking trailer.
2: Yeah, because they showed it, them both.
0: Yeah, it showed them both. And I was like, oh, so we're going to get to see both the snakes. Nope. No, you're
2: not. They don't even mention him. Uh-uh. Like, not even a reference. I'm like, that seems kind of weird. Why Why bring in Liquid if you're not even going to mention Solid? Yeah. Which is, let's be honest, the character that everybody that plays this game knows the best. Ocelot. No, Solid Snake.
0: Oh, oh yeah, I, I thought you meant, like, who, who's in the game. No, no, no,
2: anybody? I was saying, you know, why leave out the headlining character that people put a face on the series for? Right. Yeah. Makes no sense. But then again, you know, the ultimate f- you at the end of the game when you realize you're not even playing this Big Boss, which is f- fantastic.
0: <laughs> I mean, truth be told, did we not already guess this?
2: You can guess it all day long, Drew, but when it's true, it's kind of a kick in the dick, man.
0: I don't, I don't think so. I think if he would have handled it better, it would have been just fine. Because, you know, the rumor was you're not playing as Big Boss, you're actually playing as somebody else. And the rumor was that you're playing as Decoy Octopus. Yeah, and, and I, I thought like, that would have been cool. That would have been great, because, you know what? Decoy Octopus was not used at all. Decoy Octopus was fucking dead whenever we first met him.
2: Or even the crazy rumor I heard where you were actually playing as Jaeger. Yeah. I'm like, give me something. But no, I'm playing as the goddamn medic from the helicopters and ground zeroes. Yeah. Like, really? Like, that made him even less badass when I found that out. Yeah. I'm like, I don't like you anymore.
0: But they t- and that was the thing where I was like, okay, so how are they going to tie this into the game? And w- what really kicked me in the nuts was the fact that how he tied it into the game was done during the fucking credits. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, it's, yeah. So, so is so the
1: assumption how- there that you've put 40 or 50 hours in, so you're pretty sure that they're not going to have that as a twist? And then... The fact that they tacked it on at the end, does that make it more surprising? Because you've assumed it's not not,
0: coming? Not not that. I mean, I'm fine with him not really being big boss. But how he tied in that fact is done through the credit crawl showing the timeline is bullshit. You should have shown me a fucking cutscene of him confronting Solid Snake or some shit like that. Because we see it at the end. At the very end of the final... uh, chapter or final episode which is called The Truth we see th- the medic uh, looking in the mirror and he's listening to the tape Big <laughs> Boss gave him saying that you're actually not who you think you are you're my doppelganger and that scene right there is happening during Metal Gear 1 Yeah, because because if you look at the tape the tape says Operation Intertrude 15-something. That is the name of the operation from the original Metal Gear on the NES. And that's why you
2: you kill him in Metal Gear. Yeah. Because it's not really him.
0: Yeah. So, you remember at the very beginning of our series when we were talking about Metal Gear Solid 1 and I went through Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2 and I said that Solid Snake thought he killed Big Boss at Outer Heaven? He actually did. It was just it wasn't big boss.
2: It was the medic. Was
0: the medic. <laughs> or as the game calls him, Big Boss's shadow, or Big Venom Boss's Snake. Snake. Yeah. So,
2: which, yes. which should have been a, yeah. a fucking clue in right from the beginning. The big boss was never known as Venom Snake.
0: <laughs> wow. <Well. laughs> he was never known as Punished Snake either.
2: No, he wasn't, and that's. Ah, god damn it!
0: But that—that that really annoyed the shit out of me. Was that we we got more information of how he actually connected this universe to the Metal Gear universe via a text crawl showing a timeline?
2: Oh come on! Uh, this whole game is tied to the Metal Gear universe because it's all like Kojima's head. It's just you—you <sighs> you just don't like the way he presented this one.
0: No, I think it's horrible.
2: So, But it's still part of his universe. It's his, It's just like the people who are pissed at Lucas for the original trilogies. That's still his shit. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is still the Metal Gear universe, and this is the story that he chose to tell. And, and, you know, there's a lot of factors in there, like I said earlier, whether it wasn't done, or whether he just didn't know how to present it because he'd never done an open-world game. You know, there's there's a lot of things in there, and... I don't think it's the best Metal Gear story. I think it's the worst. By far. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not going to argue that. But it's still his universe. He's allowed to tell it how he wants to tell it. Yeah. And fuck it, that's yeah. Kojima's way.
0: Yeah. I just, you know, it was, I don't know. I just wish I could have seen something tying it. Besides just him punching the fucking mirror and then walking away. Walking to his death, basically, because he was going to go confront Solid Snake. They should have showed Solid Snake.
2: Hey, you know what? Go talk to the Assassin's Creed fanatics. See how they feel about explaining Desmond Miles.
0: I gave up on that series a long time ago. But I'm just
2: saying, they have that same emotion. And, you know, anybody who doesn't know the spoiler, you should probably turn it off for the next 30 seconds. But learning the fate of Desmond Miles in a one-off conversation... In a game that nobody really played or liked. Yeah. Is a shitty way to write off a character you built up for three games.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and that's what they did to him in that game.
0: Well, technically it was more than three games.
2: Before, they...
3: Mm, yeah.
2: I guess it was four games.
3: Yeah. They One, had two,
2: Brotherhood. Revelations. Revelations, yeah, so there's four
0: games. Freak. My
2: bad, I lost count. Yeah. It's Assassin's Creed, they stopped numbering them, I'm allowed to lose count.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, it's just, um, I don't know, like there was, the, and then you, you know, we had the whole thing of this game obviously wasn't finished, because at the end of the game, Eli steals Sahelanthropist, and we never find out what the fuck happened there.
2: Yeah, you do, if you watch 52, 51, whatever.
0: Yeah, if, 51, you, go on I YouTube, think. if yeah. you go on YouTube and watch the fucking cutscene.
2: Or if you bought the collector's edition, it's on the disc.
0: And I'm like, what the fuck happened here? I'm just like, you know, because when the credits were rolling, I'm like, okay, what the fuck happened with Liquid and a fucking Metal Gear a fucking twelve-year-old has stolen a Metal Gear, and we kind of need to know what the fuck happened there.
2: You want? You want to know what happened?
0: I know what happened.
2: Konami was like, "Hey, hey, hey, a- a- Kojima, this fucker's already at a hundred million dollars. You're fired. Finish it, and we're shipping it <laughs> in October."
0: <laughs> that, that's that's exactly what happened. If if this so- game, if
2: Kojima would have stayed at Konami. And finish this game, we still would not have played it. No.
1: Do you think we would have gotten a, a part one? I, I think know, you they would already have... spun Ground Zeroes off. Do you think they would spin the Phantom Pain Part One off?
2: I think they would have had to at some point. Konami's like, hey, we need to make up our losses, so release episodes one through was it thirty? Does it go to thirty before it ends? Episode one is that the number thirty one. Thirty-one. So, like, release episodes one through thirty-one and sell it for sixty bucks. And you can't tell me that not one of us on this show would not have paid for that.
0: Oh, the fucking hell! I would have.
2: Yeah, and exactly. And then in two years, you'd have got episodes thirty-one through fifty, whatever.
1: So, uh, about those losses, do you know how this game is sold? It did
3: well.
2: It did well, but you also have to look at it was a hundred million dollar development and that doesn't count marketing i don't think
1: right so, but isn't that you know isn't that sort of the the same roughly the same target cost of like a blockbuster movie it is but it's not the same 100%. cost as
2: a blockbuster game and that's the issue like konami is not a company that is willing to sink i don't know that anybody outside of activision is willing to sink 100 million dollars into a game
0: uh, rockstar
2: but Rockstar's allowed to.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> Rockstar makes that money back. Metal Gear will never touch Grand Theft Auto numbers. Ever.
1: So, I mean, if it costs $100 million to develop, do you know you have any idea what the, the total cost with marketing and everything would be? $200 140
2: I guess it depends on how much they marketed, and I don't remember how much they spent. But my guess would be about half of that. So, yeah, maybe between $140 and $150 million.
1: And do we have any kind you know... I don't know how you know if you can assume some sort of average cost per copy sold. You know, at times, however many it sold, a, a million, four million. I, I don't even know. I what don't even did.
2: know what it sold. I think it was on MPD. I, did it hit number one the month it came out? I can't remember. No, it hit, hit number two. Yeah, it's yeah because there was something else that's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, something ridiculous beat it out. Yeah, yeah. Beat it out. Um. But even that, you're probably looking at, at most, a million to a million and a half copies. Which, even at 60 bucks, that ain't covering it. <laughs> yeah. So, my guess is that this game did not make money. Or maybe it will. It depends on how, how long its tail is. I, I don't know. But, the, I mean, there's yeah. a reason why Konami got rid of him. and You know, people's p- people are very pissed at Konami. Konami yeah. made a business decision. You know, it's just like everybody tells you when you go to work: you're not here to make friends; you're here to make money.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. It, it does seem a bit spiteful the way they did it, though—like pulling his name off the the cover. And
2: oh, absolutely! It, it's so,
1: not just you know. It's not like they said, "Look, you know, there, there's been a difference in in the direction and blah blah blah. We're going to cut ties with him." It seems like they did it in a in a weird way.
2: Some of yeah. it is weird, and some of it is not. Some of it is overblown by the internet, I think. No,
1: well, that might—that's probably true. Like the
2: whole comment about him being on vacation, that's probably contractual. He can't say that he's leaving to work on a new game any more than they can say, "Hey, we fired his ass."
0: Yeah,
2: because there's probably something you in the contract that that would allow him to sue release. him. Yeah,
1: you know, just some press release that says, "Look, we amicably decided to part ways." You know, regardless of what the reason was. You'd think they would have tried to get in front of that somehow. It just seems awkward, the way it was handled.
2: Oh, absolutely. It's awkward. It's it's a weird thing that I would love to read a book about.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Especially, I mean, the way it fed into our rumors before we played this game, Drew. Do you remember all your predictions? Oh, yeah, yeah. The whole firing is fake. It's all part of this marketing ploy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that that went to the shitter, didn't it? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> the other the other thing is that guy is really trying to sew another guy's head onto another person. That was real. <laughs> yeah.
2: There's weird like, shit. And and that's the stuff that Kojima is probably known for. And and it goes back to and by the way, we missed a tweet on the podcast of somebody calling me crazy because I said Sony partnering for metal for Kojima was a bad idea. That motherfucker hemorrhages money. Oh, uh, yeah. And Konami pushed him out for a reason. I don't know that he makes it back. We love his games. We do. But at some point, you got to decide what's better for business. And I don't think Sony has the money to make that mistake. Uh,
3: uh, yeah.
2: That's what worries me, because I don't... I love having PS4 and Xbox One at each other's throats. That shit's awesome. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know. It's 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 a weird time.
2: It is. It's you it, know. It
1: seems like the thing they would do, though, right? In the, you know, was it the PS2 days when they were riding that high? They were buying up developers, all these internal developers. And it seems like during the PS3 days, they had to shut them down.
2: Yeah, because no. Sony, as a company, wasn't making money on anything else. Right, and that's but, the problem. But now
1: the PS4 is doing well enough that you. And with all the subscription money, yeah, you'd think that maybe now they could take that kind of chance, no?
2: They could, but look at all the other stuff that they're taking a chance on. Like, how much money do you think VR. they paid to get taglines for Battlefront or Call of Duty yeah. or, you know, Shinmu? How much money are they sink in Shinmu? How much money are they sinking into Final Fantasy, Street Fighter V? Like, those are all awesome things, and they make people like us excited. But they really make a lot of money?
1: I mean, overall, sales are good, though, right? Game sales are good. PS4 sales are good. System service sales are good.
2: System sales are good. They are. Um, software sales are the same. I mean, good games are the bigger games sell. The little games don't. I just wonder how long it's going to be before it bites somebody in the ass. And I hate that. I really do. Yeah. Because that bit Microsoft in the ass. That's for sure. That Tomb Raider deal is hurting right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: but anyway, let's talk about a bit more about Metal Gear itself. Metal Gear.
1: I got a weird the... thing that hit me. Okay. The uh, you know, as much as this game controlled well, I can't tell you how many times I was trying to pick up a body with Circle, which is also the weapon swap button. Oh God. <laughs> Tiny, tiny thing, but I was like, "There's people shooting at me. What the shit? I just want to drop this guy in the ground, Fulton him out of here, and run." And meanwhile, I'm sitting there just switching weapons between the one I'm carrying and the one on the ground over and over again. Yeah, things like that, and in the, the way you use triangle to get in the truck, climb on the truck, and Fulton the truck—all use triangle. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's some weird control choices there, but... Man, man, they're so much better than they used to be.
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, overall, they're great. Just weird little things. Like, why is this the same button to do three different actions?
2: Yeah, I've never understood that. These controllers have like ten fucking buttons on them. Come on, let's use them.
1: Anyway, that was just a minor point, but it's come up repeatedly while I was playing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, you know, I don't know how I feel about this game. I It's been a while since I've actually sat down and played it. And <laughs> I, I, I know it plays great. Um, it was a bit repetitive toward the end. The story was just bad.
1: To me, there's an okay Metal Gear game in there. If you took the bits that were there, filled in the gaps with a bit more explanation, you'd have an okay Metal Gear game.
2: Yeah, there's some, just, there's shining moments in there. There are.
1: Yeah, there's good moments, but I maybe my brain is just not powerful enough to keep track of these storylines. When I get one bit here, six hours later I get another bit. Four hours later I get another bit. Like I, I can't keep track of things when they're that spread out. Yeah. And... And, and when you give me the option to do all these side missions and, you know, there, there's enough reason to do them that I'm going to go do those side missions and I, then I just can't, I can't power through the main story in, a, in the amount of time that it would take for me to synthesize them all into one story. It's just, it's so fragmented and then it gets more fragmented because, you know, because I want to go catch a wild multicolored Ibis somewhere.
2: <laughs> and you know, that shit is
3: fun.
1: Yeah, it is. And to me, there were a lot of times where I'm like, all right, this is more fun. Like, in the second half of the game, I was having more fun because because I could choose to do those things. It's like, all right, I know what my story mission is. I don't want to do that because it's fucking like an extreme version of some shit that I barely beat the first time. Let me just go hunt some ibises and jackals and, you know, that's stuff I can handle and I can do. And, it, you know, it, it it's sort of like the grinding in an RPG when I, I don't want to be forced to grind, but when I have the option to do that and I... And I mentally prepare myself. This is what I'm going to do for the next two hours. I enjoy it a lot more.
2: Yeah, I loved collecting animals for my habitat. And then going and visiting my habitat. And tranquilizing all of my animals in captivity.
0: (laughs) Alright, so there's one thing I do have to mention. Fucking Rocket Punch.
2: Rocket Rocket Punch punch playing the goddamn... Was it the fucking... Oh, God, what's it called? The movie? Million Dollar Man. Yeah, the Six Million Dollar Man sound.
0: But no, that, that, that just does it whenever you do the When, you, when you do the
2: power punch, yeah.
0: Yeah. God the, the damn, that's rock, so good. The rocket punch. Like, literally, you hear Keith or Sutherland yell, Rocket
2: punch! That's pretty fair. That's the most talking he did in that game, too.
0: Yeah, man, what a, what a fucking joke. How much did you spend on Keith or Sutherland for him to say... I guarantee you less than two hours worth of dialogue.
2: It's probably a lot.
0: Yeah. The bad thing is is that most of the story and most of the dialogue happens in cassette
2: tapes. Which you spend a lot of time listening to. Have you ever had one of Kaz's hamburgers?
0: Uh, Code Talker likes them a lot.
2: You know what? I I bet I'd like them. I like a good hamburger.
0: Speaking of Kaz, what a dick.
2: Yeah, fuck that guy.
0: Like it's it's so weird how that like the game ends. So like you know how metal all the Metal Gears they end after the 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 after all the credits and everything like that. You get a blank screen usually saying Metal Gears like the title of the game. And so then there's you a conversation. It. Yeah, a conversation. And the conversation at the end of this one was between Ocelot and Miller. And it's revealed that Miller was actually working for Cipher. Yeah and, and you, he was he
2: didn't you kind of get that um, there's an interrogation scene early uh, with Cause where he says something but Snake doesn't hear it is it Huey that, that, that he's interrogating that says that he's working with Cypher maybe I can't remember I, I think they, had, they they had revealed that or at least hinted at it before that conversation
0: Yeah, and then like the whole, the big like, coming up in episode two or chapter two, (laughs) whenever you pick the game, they show you this fucking like, all these scenes of like, you know, Ocelot saying, what if I'm a traitor, what if you're a traitor, what if everybody's a traitor, and i was like, whoa, this shit's fucking heavy, and then all of a sudden you don't see this shit, and I'm just like, what the fuck
2: is going on? It's all about Snake with the white face paint.
0: Yeah, I guess.
2: That was a big thing.
0: Yeah, he's pouring the ashes of his fallen soldiers, which I do have to say was kind of a cool moment where you have to go into Mother Base and yeah. basically kill, kill a lot of your guys. And you've got Huey whining over your headset the whole time? I fucking hate Huey. I, 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 wish, <laughs> I know. I, I, the only reason why I'm glad he is alive is so that Autocon can... That's it.
2: Akon was well, yeah. already born though, right?
0: Yeah, Atacard was already born. We should have just shot him in the fucking face then.
2: <laughs> Let him fall on the needle.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: In the torture room. Un- un-
0: yeah. Unfortunately though God damn, he... that
2: was a big shot. My tongue's burning.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately he did have to um he did have to go get remarried and then Ocelot would have to have sex with his stepmother. Oh, oh, God shit. damn
2: it, stop, Drew. God, why do you always have to bring that up? It's like you have some kind of fetish for it. <laughs> what?
0: He's he's back to crying again.
2: Oh goddamn, Huey. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I don't know, and, but then we get that it's only in uh the cassette tapes, but they reveal, you know, that he had he had pal with Strange Love. And <laughs> he locked Strange Love in the Peacewalkers uh memorial pod. A mammal yeah. pod? Sure. And she died of starvation in the mammal pod. It
2: was for science. What the fuck? That family, like, family's family got some problems. So I'm going to tell you about it. Yeah, because they got into an argument
0: and he just locked her in there and she died. I'm like, what? Because, yeah, because her body's still there.
2: Hey. 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 What? I don't know.
1: See th- that's what I mean though about the fact that there there was a good story buried in this game.
2: In cassette tapes.
1: Yeah, in cassette tapes and weirdly stuck at the end and strung out through big points. Like if it was just organized differently, presented differently, it, it could have been a pretty good game, I thought.
2: Maybe from a story perspective. Maybe I they would take it, it to the editing time. room. That's you know, it was like, Hey you gotta ship this on October first. God I wanna read that book. I really want to read that book about that story. What the fuck happened to Konami?
0: Maybe his next game will be about his experience at Konami.
2: God damn I You know, I'm so nervous about his next game. Like, seriously, like, they, I, I don't want him to do a Metal Gear clone.
1: Zone and, of the Enders yeah. maybe? Or well,
2: that's the other thing. is, like, at the same time, his other games... Eh...
0: I didn't... I liked Zone of the
1: Enders.
2: Zone of the Enders is fine, Drew, but we've had two of them. Do we need a third?
1: How about Snatcher 2?
2: Eh...
0: I've never played Snatcher.
2: Does that live in today's world? (laughs) Like point-and-click games, do those still work?
0: It wouldn't have to be a point-and-click
1: game. Yeah, but what's... that in that universe, I mean.
2: Is it going to be Metal Gear Solid, but with Snatcher (laughs) It's (laughs) going to be Blade Runner. It's going to be Metal Gear. (laughs) Harrison Ford's going to do the voiceover. Give me back my family! (laughs) Get off my plane. (laughs) Get off my plane! Where's the one-armed man?
0: Yeah. But I don't
2: know. I have a bad feeling about this.
0: Never tell me the odds. There you go. Uh, so, <laughs> the, I, I don't know. It's like... I, I can't even think of any standouts now.
2: Oh, I just love playing the goddamn game. Like, even after I finished it, I would love to go back to missions and just play them again a different way.
0: I I have no desire whatsoever to go back and play this game.
2: That's why... That game is in my list. How do you feel, Matt?
1: I I plan to keep playing it. I'm real excited about that Wormhole Fulton. And uh, I want to get some skulls. Uh, I'll probably try and finish out the rest of the side missions. I mean, I... Again, I... My enjoyment of the game sort of... Valid maybe 10 or 15 hours in. But it at the end of the game where I am now... You know, I've got one mission left. I'm... I'm enjoying it quite a bit I'd say the last 10 hours or so have been probably the best sustained time I've had with the game right so, yeah, I'll, I'll probably keep playing it a bit
2: yeah and that's that's why I mean, it's,
1: it's hard to, it's hard to say though I've put 30 hours in in the last week I'm, I'm riding a Metal Gear High at the moment again
2: yeah it's weird it's it's one of those games that it's just so fun like if you get past the Metal Gear portion of it it's just a goddamn fun game.
1: Well, oh, and so as much the, as I didn't, like, I didn't like the way the story was broken out, you know, why are there side missions that are, like, critical to the game? Why not just make those actual missions when you've got garbage, repetitive, real missions in there?
2: Yeah, sometimes I feel like that's Kojima being weird to be weird.
1: Yeah, I mean, so aside from that, like, the, the side missions are well-defined, and I've done almost all of them, but there's still a couple left to tie up. Damn. Along with some of the extreme missions. I so, think. I, I mean, yeah, I'd like to finish it out.
2: Yeah, I just kind of look past all of that stuff and, and just take it for what it was, which was a goddamn fun game. Like, and, and that's what I base all of my enjoyment of games off of. Sure, I'm disappointed that it's not as crazy, you know, that it's not 70% cutscene, 30% gameplay, and just enjoying the fact that, you know, if that game would have been you know, 70% cutscene, 30% game... Or, I'm sorry, the the ratio that it is now, which is more like 80% gameplay, 20% cutscene, and it would have played, like, let's say, Metal Gear Solid 3? That would have been shit. <laughs>
0: well, I just, um, I don't know. I went into this game hoping to get a great Metal Gear game and I didn't get it. But the grand finale. Yeah. Yeah. No. Especially, like, that's going to be his last one, you know, and it was just, uh I just, I, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I, I, I think it was a fantastic game. But at the same time, I just, the, that story was just not there. I mean, you could have easily taken out Big Boss and, and Metal Gear and stuff like that and just replaced them with standard characters and it would have been standard military shooter. With, with a great control scheme.
2: Well, just, a, just a great loop. I think we, we take for granted that loop anymore of a game that's... It's that Halo conversation. You know, like, how do you hit that 30 seconds of fun and then repeat the shit out of it? And, and this game nailed it. Like, open Yeah, world. I mean, it,
1: it nailed it, and also I, I still do think that the base building adds a lot to it. Like, faulting out somebody instead of killing them is fun to me. It's more fun than killing them.
2: Yeah, it's like a it's 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 almost got a Pokemon mixed with like a Sim City kind of. It, it just hits all the right notes of of what we've been taught games were. You know, there's a leveling system, there's a collection system, and it all matters.
1: Yeah, and the things you do moment to moment, like you're shooting, you know, you're, you're shooting a guy with a trank dart, but it's more it's more than just getting to your objective. It it, do, it ties into the base building, especially if he's, you know. Once you, once you have the ability to scan them, you know, you scan a couple guys, you're like, oh, shit, there's an A-plus guy. I, that guy, I need to fault out of here. Yeah. Make sure that he doesn't get killed. And then you spend and, all and the time...
2: The that, yeah, you spend all the time, like, putting them in the right place.
1: Yeah, and it's just the way that, like, your actual, like, infiltration of a given base is so intricately tied to the base that you're building and all the, and all the development things that un- unlock. So it's all, like... You know, you're, you're doing a, a five-minute infiltration, but it, it cascades. Everything that you're doing cascades into all the other systems. And I think that, that all works exceptionally well.
2: And there's a goddamn dog with an eye patch that slits people's throats. That's pretty fantastic, Drew.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the dog was pretty good, but once I got quiet, I didn't use him
2: anymore. Well, once I, once I maxed out quiet, I went back to D-Dog because D-Dog is the shit.
1: Yeah, D-Dog's pretty awesome when you're looking for anything because he just sniffs it out immediately. Yeah, he's like, hey,
2: this is here, and you're like, fuck yeah, that's there? And then you can have him kill people with the knife? God damn it, he's got a knife in his mouth, Drew. I he's <laughs> good, yeah. By the way, I've had, I've had ten shots, in case you haven't told.
0: No,
1: Jesus. So, but. here's a question for you, Drew. As we played through this series, you know, our, we, we talked a lot about how our our perceptions of 2 and 3 specifically sort of flip-flopped and, and certainly changed a bit from the first time we played them yeah and if you count sort of 2 and 4 as the two that are the craziest and 3 you were a little disappointed that it wasn't quite as crazy metal gear but it, it had a very cohesive story yeah so how do you how, how would you compare this with 3 where neither one of them have a you know a, as crazy of a story as 2 and 4 but the, it's sort of almost opposite approaches to telling a story
0: i'd still go with three because three three still had the fantastical boss fights you know that was one of the things that really got me about this game was that there were where's my metal gear boss fights you know
2: true that
0: and i was just like come on man i mean you know give me give me somebody who shoots fucking bees out of their hands and shit like that (laughs) i'm like i don't give a shit just make something up and I, I was just like, man, really? We, we we have no boss fights except for Quiet and self Philanthropist, and then the encounters with with the skulls, which I ran away from. Most and the time. man
2: on fire, that mission where you have to jump the water tower on him.
0: Yeah, that's true, but I mean, you can't kill... No, 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 none of this
2: shit is even close to, let's talk Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, 3, 4, like... I will argue that 4 has the shittiest Villains outside of 5 Because the Beauty and the Beasts Were lame as fuck Yeah, but I mean The fights or the the characters? The characters Yeah The fights were kind of cool
0: Yeah, they were really cool But the characters themselves I like the
2: boss battles in 4 Yeah, the characters themselves Were lame as shit Nobody will ever match the first game though God damn
0: No That first game was fucking magical, man
2: the characters in that game Sniper Wolf Falcon Raven god damn man Cyborg Ninja Psycho Man you can't top that that is that is the pinnacle of boss fights
0: so how how how, after Matt I know I want to ask you but I'll ask Ken too because I mean he's played a lot of these games how how would you rank them
2: all of them Uh. yeah God damn it, Drew. (laughs) (laughs) I put one at the top, obviously. Metal Gear Solid. That's still my favorite. It's still in my top three games ever. If I had to go down the line... And see, this is where that argument comes in, Drew. Do you consider it based on the game or the Metal Gear?
0: Yeah. I mean, your personal favorites...
2: One followed by 4 325
0: So you like 3 better than 2. Yes,
2: still to this day and I have played it recently.
1: Yeah. I mean that that's essentially my same order, I'm just unsure on 2 or 3 being in the 3 or 4 spots.
2: Yeah, you could swap those either way and I wouldn't be upset, but I just think I enjoyed the world of 3 better. Yeah. And you don't spend as much time. time. The, yeah,
1: those systems were so new, and it it just it felt more groundbreaking at the time than it did on the replay. The yeah, one,
2: absolutely. That game was ahead of its time when it came out.
1: Compared to a game like this, like the character, I mean, Ocelot in that game.
3: <laughs> the Ocelot The way he's
1: three. handled and the way he integrates into the you know into what we already knew about him. That that is top notch in building a character. And this game yeah. didn't really have that for anybody. Like, there are a lot of characters in this game, and 5, walking around doing shit, but none of it is really, like, impactful character-wise. Like, the character development in this game, I, I think, is weak.
2: I will say, yeah. absolutely, 100%, Revolver Ocelot in 5 is fucking terrible. Yeah. That character yeah. is so much better. And I love Troy Baker. Troy Baker is a yeah. phenomenal voice actor, phenomenal character actor, but he's no Ocelot.
0: No. And Ocelot's not even used, really, in this game. Oh, he's huge
2: in 5. He's huge in 5. Like, he is the one leading you through the, like, tutorial. Like, the beginning of the game. Like, he's on your base. He's your right-hand man. But he's terrible. He's not Ocelot. He's
0: yeah, just but not. I mean, he's not he, but he's not even a pivotal character in the fucking game, though.
3: He's I one mean, of the I, main he,
0: three. He he is, but I mean, like, if Kaz and Miller, if Kaz and fucking Ocelot weren't even there, it wouldn't even fucking matter. Well, of I mean, course that, that's not. The thing. It's like, but that's the thing is like, you know, Ocelot becomes the, the basically one of the main characters of the game. He is the main villain, villain but turn, turns out he's not really the villain. But I don't. But then know it turns is. out he is
2: the villain, and then yeah. it turns out he's not the villain. That's the best thing about Ocelot. But that's the thing, Drew. Like his character in Five. Fucking kills so much of that for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's what I mean. That's why I wanted to compare it to 3, because 3, I think, does characters so well.
2: Yeah. Eva. And Ocelot.
1: Yeah. I mean, what they show there, but then how it ties in. And this game, uh, again, those characters are here, they're present, they're walking around and doing stuff, but I agree with you, Drew. You could have just subbed them in with anyone else and it wouldn't have really mattered.
2: You could have subbed anybody in. Metal Gear Solid Five, and it wouldn't have mattered.
1: And that's sort of what kills it for me. I mean, you could rearrange the game and get, uh, you know, a tighter story, but I don't think... It it would never live up to 3. And and that's sort of the thing where at the time, 3 felt not very crazy, not very Metal Gear, but it's a tight little story and the characters are really well done.
2: How weird is it, do you think, going through Kojima's head that he's like, I'm going to make the biggest Metal Gear that I've ever made about a character nobody gives two shits about. Like, think about that going into his head. Like, how fucked up is that decision? Like, that's gotta be one of the most riskiest things you've ever decided to do in your gaming career. I'm gonna make a game about a character nobody knows and nobody gives a shit about.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Sort of like two.
2: (laughs) Exactly. It's like, I'm gonna create two. But, you know, fool me once, shame on you. (laughs) So we kind of knew coming into this, like, you were expecting, like, that's not him. That's so not him.
0: Yeah. Well, if I had to rate mine, Metal Gear 1 will forever be one of my favorite Metal Gear games. It's one of my favorite games of all time. There's just far too much nostalgia, and that game was so fucking good. It's just so good.
2: It's in my top three games ever. I have it memorized from front to back.
0: I do too. You heard me on the podcast. Hey, you heard me, man.
2: My... I've fucking played that game sixty <laughs> times before it came out in the U.S. Yeah, love that game. So,
0: but yeah, Metal Gear One, and I'm thoroughly surprised after playing it again. I have so much more respect for Metal Gear Solid Two now.
2: It's a fantastic game. Like,
0: it it is, is. It 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 blows my mind now playing it again with the knowledge that I have. And, like, I think I was just, you know, I was I was 15, I think, when I played that game, and I didn't really understand what he was trying to do. But, like, the whole thing of, like, him knowing what the internet was capable of at that time is fucking insane. And, like, you know, Metal Gear 2, fantastic game. Metal Gear 4, after that.
2: Metal Gear 4 is, what? like, the goddamn Return of the... or Revenge of the Sith of Metal Gear games. Yeah. It's like, we're going to yeah. check off all these boxes of shit you've been asking about since the beginning, and it's going to be interesting. Yeah. And it's going to look fucking amazing.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Metal Gear 4... It still looks good. Yes, it does. I would,
2: I would pay money still... for an HD remake of Metal Gear Solid 4 to play on my PS4. I so would.
1: And maybe uh, they let's... can include the missing chapter 3 from this game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, probably 3 then Peace Walker and then this.
2: I totally forgot about Peace Walker. Peace Walker would fit in. Yeah, Peace Walker for me would come after 5. I just really did not like Peace Walker.
0: I mean, Peace Walker at least led up to some type of a story.
2: Yeah, but I did not like the story it led up to. I didn't like the characters that it introduced for the most part and I certainly did not enjoy it. It was like a handicapped version of Metal Gear Solid 5 to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it, it had cool ideas that just did not execute well. I, and I did I, not like I, the comic book cutscenes. Sorry. Well,
0: the, which I, I, we did forget to mention, um, which I thought was a fantastic moment in Metal Gear 5, was the whole mind-blowing uh, scene you get when you go to the medical bay for the first time. Oh,
2: from Ground Zeroes?
0: Yeah that I was like holy
2: fucking shit did you (laughs) you finish that did you do all ten of them I did yeah okay why did you I think I made it to five but I know what happened so it's not like you can spoil it for me
0: yeah Matt did you do it Uh, I'm not sure I know what you're talking about
2: oh snap he needs to go do that
0: (laughs) so here's what happens when you go to the medical bay there's a door on the very top of the medical bay. If
1: you yeah, you told inside, me about that before I even started playing it. Yeah, and I went up there a dozen times, and the door was always locked. So I eventually just said, "Fuck it." And get you it.
2: gotta make it to a certain point in the story. You should be able to go back and do it now.
0: Yeah. So I'm gonna talk about it here. <laughs> when it's you walk shit. in there, when you walk in there, fucking on a on a hospital bed is pause. And I'm like, is he imagining this? No. We go back in time to that fateful night where Snake gets blown up. The bomb, there wasn't actually a second bomb in Paz. Um, when they threw out the bomb, or no, no, she had, what happened? She thought she had a second bomb inside of her uh, when they had already pulled it out. She didn't have a second bomb in her. What blew up the helicopter was a rocket that hit their helicopter. So <laughs> Paz actually didn't fall and explode. She fell into the ocean, and they recovered her. So Paz is still alive.
2: Then you got to do a series of side missions collecting photographs for her so that she can remember yep. what happened. Because when you first meet her, she has no idea what happened.
0: Yeah, she, does, she doesn't know who she is. She thinks she's paused. She doesn't even know that she used to work for Cypher.
2: Yeah, she's still talking about, like, her college professor.
0: Yeah. So.
2: It's a, it's pop- a mind fuck because when you go in there, you think she's dead.
0: Yeah. And I was like, what? I don't know what's real. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what the fuck is real right what now. What is real, Drew? Oh, God. But, yeah. As far as that goes, so I, I we've talked about Metal Gear. I don't know if we covered everything, but I want to try my best to bring up the emails. Now I'm on my phone, and I'm going to try and bring up emails on my phone while reading this.
2: You do that, Drew. You make time for it.
0: I will. I don't hang up on you guys. So let's find out if I can do this or not.
2: He's got one of them Android phones. We don't know. This is good radio.
0: Nobody's talking. I, I've got, I've got my email up.
2: Okay. Do, do, step by do, step. Do, do, I put do, in my password.
0: <laughs> I know. I, I'm it going is loading.
2: If you got to put in your okay. password to check your email on your phone, get a new fucking phone.
0: <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have to. We're good. We're good. I got it right here.
2: Is your internet back up? Did you look at your little light?
0: I actually have. Uh, let me go look and see you real quick.
2: Yeah, because that's good. Let's just waste more time.
0: I don't waste more time.
2: Yeah, good. No, yeah, I've got to piss, Drew. I've taken like 11 shots.
0: And, and is still down. Okay, well then that's okay. fine. Well, you, you, you may need to go piss because we have like six emails and a lot of them are long.
2: Okay, well why don't you start the first one and I'll be right back. Fuck, i got to break the seal. That's going to break something in it? The... Yep. Shit, I'll be right back. Go okay. ahead with your first email. That's fine
0: so here we go hopefully it sounds all right i know i'm on my phone and everything but uh you'll have to i just had to apologize for this so the first email comes in from charlie and he says uh hi guys i've been a long time listener to the n 4 g podcast but since i insist on listening to them in order i'm long way behind at the point i'm talking to you we're talking uh, about doing the metal gear solid series for phoenix down and even though i was yet to branch out to phoenix down i could hardly pass up the year of the gear turns out you guys had nearly finished peace walker when i started listening so i powered through all of the metal gear episodes and figured i owed you guys an email hopefully in time assume. for metal- yeah <laughs> hopefully in time for the metal gear 5 show as a tradition here's my history with the series i've played each game in the mgs series except for portable ops As it happens, 3 was my least favorite of them all. I played a ton of Metal Gear Solid 1, and much like you, can recite large amounts of the game even today. That And and because of that, when I was playing Metal Gear Solid 4 and reached the cutscene in which they were talking about where to find something that could destroy JD, it dawned on me what they meant. That realization that we would return to Shadow Moses is one of my defining moments of the PS3 era.
2: Oh my Not god mention, when that song plays
0: Yeah Not to mention the rest of Act 4 itself So much nostalgia I tip my hat to yep. Kojima for that So that brings me to the Phantom Pain I'm about 10 hours in Since I couldn't play when it first came out But have, have but I'm having a blast with the gameplay It controls really well And the actions are re- very satisfying Story wise it's a bit slow though it started off with the kind of crazy <laughs> stuff you from metal gear. but the whole thing...
2: Whoa, 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 whoa.
1: Yeah, I can't hear you anymore.
2: You died, Drew.
1: Can you, can you hear me now?
2: There you go. Hey, that's yeah. good. Put a big old booger into the microphone. There you go. Yeah. Uh,
0: let's see here. Full um, <laughs> of a bit well. You made me lose my voice.
2: <laughs> You're breathing into the microphone. It's hilarious.
0: The whole thing feels like a totally different way of storytelling. I can't wait to yeah, play worse more. Way. Yeah, I uh, got to build up that mother base. A few <laughs> asides in light of the storyline so far in the Phantom Pain, it seems that Peace Walker is now such an integral part of the canon and evolution of the game mechanics that it might as well have been called Metal Gear Solid Five.
3: Oh, integral, integral.
2: That's the name
0: of the Japanese or it, version. Or the Phantom Pain could have been its own subseries. Also, maybe it's just me, but I keep getting Miller and Ocelot's voices mixed up. Yep. I have to really concentrate on who's speaking in the cassette tapes. I find it hard to remember the significance of Ocelot, especially when the voice sounds so different. But yep, this really is Revolver Ocelot. How many voice actors has Ocelot done now? Uh, speaking of which, Keither is, re- is a really strong voice actor, but it's still so hard not to get over Snake not sounding like Snake. Yep. If David Hayter makes an appearance later, or there's some other suitable explanation, then okay. But otherwise, I really don't know why they decided to change it. I wonder if the same thing happened with the Japanese voice actors.
2: No, it was the same guy.
0: Yeah. Talk about a long first email. Thanks for the show, guys. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts once I finally finish the story, Charlie.
2: Well, well I you hope you that, finished Charlie. it before we read all this. It's <sighs> another shot.
1: What do you mean? Was oh, there yeah, any yeah. ever more of an explanation on why David Hader wasn't brought back? <sighs> nope.
0: Nope. No.
2: In fact, they made a joke about it at the Game Awards.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Alright, next email comes in from our friend Sam Timlick.
2: Do we have a question in that email, or do we we just fucking around? Ah, they
0: just just talk. We're
2: just having a good time? I'm having a
0: good time. Sam in Seattle writes in and says, uh, I'm glad I can just listen to you guys praise what you love about the Phantom Pain and rant about what you hate. This way I don't have to as much. The need is still there, though. Where the hell do I start? I loved the intro, even though it was rather long, but the giant whale on fire. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That is so fucking Metal Gear.
0: As soon as I saw that, I said aloud to myself, that's a little fucking much. (laughs) (laughs) Then tried to brush it off because, hey, it's Metal Gear. That's right. (laughs) I felt like that intro was the most story we got. Yet none of it made any friggin' sense to at least to me, it's as if every character reveal and new scene is shrouded in so much mystery initially, I'm left expecting a massive reveal. Then bits and pieces of information are handed to me only through tapes and hidden scenes. (laughs) The Phantom Pain, to me at least, is a giant clusterfuck of what the fuck, wrapped in a crystal clear quality. Like what you guys all iterated earlier, it's an incredible game, but not a great Metal Gear game.
3: Or I is
2: it? Or is it secretly the best Metal Gear game because it fucks with your head? I, I don't. It think changes so at your all. expectation.
1: It lowers my
0: expectation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, horribly.
2: Go back and play four now. Oh my god!
0: Four was, four is a fucking masterpiece. It's a pretty good game. So I says, I guess this email isn't much of a direct question, but more of a hoping that y'all echo my feelings toward the game. Damn, it is good, and I wish I had way more personal time to try and 100% every single thing in the game, but I don't.
2: Don't, don't do that.
0: I, yeah. I expected a 10, 15, maybe 20-hour action game with loads of cutscenes and a bonker story that consisted mostly of origin stories. Am I alone here? I hate judging a game based off my expectations. I try to keep those to a minimum, but after so many metal gear games, I thought I knew what to expect. I at least knew what I wanted and sadly I didn't get it.
2: Yeah, I think that's 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 like nailing what Drew's problem is.
0: That that's that's my my problem in a nutshell
2: yeah you were wanting one thing and you got something else even though the thing that you got was probably one of the best goddamn open world games you've ever played you were expecting yeah. something else and i totally get that i do i totally get that
0: yep so next email comes in from our friend mookie's Groove.
2: it was i okay just to
1: touch on his point, though, again, about the h- hidden scenes, it, another thing that's sort of annoying about this game is the way that it's so arcane how you open up certain missions and side missions.
2: Yeah. Especially like, the If pause you've thing. done everything, all
1: right, things open up for you b- before you need them, but if, if you haven't done anything and you get to a point where you're supposed to be on a certain mission and it just is not there for you to do... And there's no real explanation on how to get that mission to open. That it's a bit frustrating.
0: Yeah, yeah. I had an issue with a mission where I was trying to rescue the um, the the child soldiers, and one of and one of them I had to or, or no, it was the the beginning of those. You have to have a child version of the Fulton recovery system. Yeah. And I didn't have that, and I was like, well, what the fuck do I do? So I had to sit around and wait for that fucking thing to finish. And that's like sixty minutes in game. In game, you
2: ain't, you can't log off and shit keep going. Yeah, that's some shit.
1: Yeah, and so, when uh, some missions are based on other missions. Some are based on side missions. Some are based on listening to <laughs> cassette tapes in order to unlock a cutscene, which leads to a mission, and you have to do that mission. You know and what? Get a piece of equipment before you can do the real mission. Like what? What the hell?
2: It sounds like some Metal Gear ass Metal Gear. <sighs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: That's that's the that's the meta right there.
1: That's the kind of stuff I want to deal with after the story's over. I want to go into the open world. I want to spend 30 hours unlocking some weird piece of equipment that lets me do something crazy. You know that that's the kind of stuff that I want as extras. I don't want that to be integral in getting the story.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, Mookie writes in says Mookie here. I wanted to appreciate. And I would appreciate if you guys could read this email as soon as the last episode. Well, this is the last episode, so um, so where to begin? All of a sudden, I feel so heavy to even think about this game. Okay, the first hours of the game was uh uh was brief.
2: Are you sure you didn't have another shot?
0: No, it's okay. The first hour hours of the game was uh, a brief talking to a maximum level. Breath talking to a maximum level. Um, I lost count on how many times I was holding my breath because of the thrill and surprise only to conclude in my mind that, yep, this is a Hideo Kojima work. Uh, damn you legendary game dev, You damn you for making me feel this way and it feels so damn good. After playing the game uh, for so long, 250 plus hours or so, oh, I lost oh, count. Nice. I realized that there's something wrong about it. I finally got. <laughs> I
2: think out. there's I something you... wrong with you.
0: I, I, I hope you found out something in the 200 hours. <laughs> it says, I realized that there's something wrong about it. I finally got so bored to my lungs and with utter disappointment. Why? Why? Let's put the good stuff out there to prepare for my angry rant later because as much as I uh, can put so much uh, compliments into a game, my rant is larger, uh, and is larger enough to cloud my gaming mind and logic for that matter. So here they are. <laughs> the presentation is on point. Wonderful graphics. The music was great, if not very good. Uh, the controls were great. The gameplay was passable. The combat was very good. Great weather effects can, uh, and can be used for the player's advantage. Half of the storyline was fantastic, but I'll talk about the other half later. (laughs) So many, so many great content and Easter eggs. Upgrading your own mother base got me all hooked and invested in the game to unlock better in game stuff. Uh, best looking dog companion in a game so far. Even better than dog meat from Fallout 4. Fucking
2: right, D-Dog is the fucking legit. Uh,
0: companions have their own individual skills and uh, use in the battlefield. Some of the twists of the game, including the miss- missing mission, but we'll rant about that later. Uh, some interesting characters in the game and some plot twists. Some weapons are fun to use multiple tactical options to execute missions. Some collectible licensed songs are fun to collect. Yes, I fucking love the licensed tracks in this game. Uh that that was a fantastic part of the game.
2: Fuck, I got my caps lock on.
0: Now here's the cons. I really hate the idea that whenever I send off units, I have to wait in game time till they come back. So that means I can't turn the damn game off the time will stop whenever I turn the game off, so hence the extra hours I spent on the game. And the worst thing is whenever they come back empty-handed because of failed missions, so what the fuck. (laughs) I don't like the idea of how repetitive it gets after playing so long on the game. It's not only tiring, but also exhausting to the point that I finally lost interest on ending the game. After 250
2: I, hours, I, this is the second question that we've had in an email where somebody's like, "I put over 200, three. One, the guy on the email was like 500 hours. He's like, I played yeah. this game for 500 hours and I'm bored of it now. No fucking shit, dude. 500. Oh my god. You know how many work weeks that is? <laughs> Holy shit, dude. <laughs> I don't think I've ever put 250 hours into a game, maybe but well, once.
1: That was actually the same thing I always thought when people were talking about Diablo 3. Like, I put a couple hundred hours in, but now there's nothing to do.
2: (laughs) What more do you want out of a game? My God, Uh, man, you paid 60 bucks. Let's do the math on what you got per hour. Okay?
0: I I, I put in over 100 hours in Diablo 3, and there's still stuff to do in that game.
2: Fucking right there is.
0: Yeah, Diablo's amazing. Um, But you didn't put 250
2: hours into it, Drew.
0: I did in Diablo 2. But you haven't in Diablo
2: 3, so maybe that's when it gets boring.
0: Maybe, maybe I became an thinking. adult.
2: Fucking, fuck it, boring-ass 250-hour game. <laughs> now that's Destiny. Yeah, but that was born after two hours. What were you thinking?
0: Yeah, you ain't kidding. So, uh, alright, we, we gotta go on with the cons. Uh, go on, some plot from the game left me all confused, and especially at the end of the game. And I'm talking about the deleted one that was taking off the last minute. It left me, uh, uh, and I realized uh, it was just pure bullshit.
2: Yeah, pretty much. I also,
0: yeah, I also don't like the encounters of the game. It didn't seem like, didn't seem to feel like an epic boss battle, and it was just a letdown. In the end I realized that I wasted my 200 plus hours on that goddamn game and I feel like I don't want to play it ever again for a very long time. The game the game isn't even in my personal game of the year. The game may very well be one of the best games in this generation, but it has the worst Metal Gear game out there.
2: Oh my God. you I, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> But it just, it kills me when people, like, are talking about a game, and they put, like, hundreds of hours in it. Like, after four hours, I knew I didn't want to play Life is Strange ever again. Yeah. After 250 hours, I don't want to play any game ever again.
1: In 99% of games, there's nothing else to do.
2: No yeah. shit, right? Right. So
0: we got one final email
2: all right bring it on because I got one final shot
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't like kilted over yet
2: dude I'm just now getting thumb am now getting funky
0: mm-hmm. okay so our final email comes from our friend Jamie who has been following us this entire time through the year of the gear
2: and look what you ended I, her with
0: I, I yeah I salute her but here's what she says Uh, We made it. We finally survived the year of the gear. I didn't know if I could be able to keep up, but I made and I'm not sure I want to play another Metal Gear game for a very long time.
2: Well, you will never play another Metal Gear game.
0: (laughs) That's true. uh, That's not to say I didn't enjoy it, but I'm just a little geared out. I think I'll start by ranking the games in the order that I like them best.
2: Cool. I want to know somebody else's.
0: I've had a really hard time with this ranking, mostly because you could rank them on gameplay, storyline, ridiculousness, but I'm going to uh, rank them on which ones I remember liking the best. Number one, Metal Gear Solid 2. Because Ooh. somehow, I've forgiven Kojima for changing to Raiden slash Jack. I really I really love playing that game, even if I did have to play as poor Widow Jack.
2: Play Rising... He'll play yeah, he's 4. A he's player. a badass at 4.
0: Yeah. Uh, metal Gear Solid 1. Because it's pretty awesome even using the D-pad.
2: Fucking right. That's the best game ever made.
0: Number 3. Metal Gear Solid 4. Nice. Because, because Johnny.
2: <laughs> Johnny's, okay. Johnny's the best.
0: Says, okay, that's not the only reason, but yes it is. Oh, and the cows. <laughs> Easily one of my favorite... mode. Metal- <laughs> Yeah, easily one of my favorite Metal Gear ridiculousnesses. What about <laughs> the
2: boat on the boat with fucking ocelot?
0: Yeah, and his gun oh, yeah. hand.
2: Fucking crazy game. It
0: says and riding because badass. Sure, now he's not playable. <laughs> I, I thought no, like, no. I
2: thought he was playable in the scene where you're cutting up the the fucking walkers.
0: No, no. You are you you're playing as Snake as he is shooting them.
2: I thought he was cutting them.
0: No. He is cutting them. Yeah, he is, but you're you're still playing a snake. Oh, you're still
2: snake? Okay, okay. My bad. I thought it was riding. It's been a few years since I played that game.
0: And she says, I changed my mind. Let's make this one number one, too.
2: Sure. <laughs> Fucking right.
0: Our number four. Peace Walker, Phantom Pain, and Snake Eater.
2: <laughs> That's cold-blooded. That's cold-blooded.
0: I'm not ranking these all the same, although as I think about it, maybe that's unfair. I didn't hate Phantom Pain. In fact, I had a ton of fun playing it for a while. But as I'm sure you're going to go into, it doesn't feel particularly geary. Also, it seems like the longer I play it, the more I dislike it.
2: Interesting. Hmm. That's totally different for me.
0: Yeah, I had the opposite. Okay, there I said it. I didn't love Phantom Pain. Uh,
3: I can see that.
0: Right. Firstly, I'd like to take like to note that the spoiler that I had heard before I started playing said that David Hayter was actually in it. I was pretty <laughs> no. angry. I was pretty angry when that spoiler turned out to be false. I really want to kick that sadistic bastard in the balls, but I digress.
2: Why don't you go do uh, that? Because whoever said that is a fucking dickhead.
0: Yeah, The game started out with so much promise. You wake up with some crazy doctor who wants to change your face. There's another guy with a wrapped face. A woman who looks suspiciously like Quiet tries to kill you. Then there's a young psychomantis. It's all looking good. Then Ocelot shows up, drops you off in the desert, and basically everything falls to pieces.
2: It's because of yep. his goddamn motorcycle.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his
1: gravity-defying motorcycle?
2: <laughs> Don't shit, right? You know, okay, if they hadn't shown Quiet in the previews, that would have been such a cooler thing. Yeah. Like, recognizing her from the hospital into the game, that would have been a lot cooler. But they fucked that up, because they wanted to to sell their TNA. Perverts. And if
1: there had been more on linking her with the skulls and the parasites, because... You know, you don't really get the parasites until it's the last third of the game, but they're, they're you know they're sort of integral to the good guys and the bad guys.
2: Yeah, that came out of like left field. Like if they'd have built that up a little better, it'd have been a lot cooler. But it was just like, oh, by the way, if I say howdy doody, you're fucked.
0: Yeah. On top of that, they were they they in the cassette tapes they explained that you know when she was set on fire. Um, they had to use the parasites to like re- rebuild her. That's why. She, that's why she breathes out of her her skin now and stuff. And oh I was god
2: like, damn it! Just stop.
0: I was like, where the fuck did that come from? But anyway, well, because the parasites also affect the
1: skin of the skulls. Yeah. So I mean, there's links there, but it was never
0: developed. Yeah, they just they just said, oh, that that was the reason, the end.
2: Fucking. Metal Gear.
0: So, uh, she continues, uh, First of all, I was pissed off yet again because I'm not Snake. I felt like riding all over again, which I can forgive, obviously, as stated above, but there just isn't enough story to go with it. Not enough Kojima-isms.
2: Hey, that's I, know,
0: I know Kojima wanted to have this big surprise ending, but couldn't they have some flashbacks or some dream sequences to hint... That the character you are playing as isn't actually Snake.
2: They
3: did.
0: They did. Um, so says, I mean, even Ocelot would break through when his when he was liquid. You know, in Metal Gear Solid Two. Um, the the robot, didn't.
2: the robot in Huey's lab said, "Hey, you're not Big Boss."
0: Yeah. It says, "I don't know who you are."
2: That was the first hint, and that's about ten, fifteen hours into the game.
0: Yeah. The other thing is, and it's hard to notice, but... The horn. Well, well, the horn, but the other thing is, is when you look in the reflection of the helicopter, you actually see your character's face and not big bosses.
2: Yeah, but you just assume that's... And that's where they play with you with the creating your face. At the beginning, they make you think it's something else. Yeah. It's just another Kojima ball-tickling bullshit. Here, let yeah. me tickle your balls, and then I'm not going to finish you, or whatever. I've had a few too many to drink.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Alright, she, she keeps going. Okay. Uh, the game is fun, sure. I can shoot guys all day long, but eventually visiting the same few bases over and over to rescue someone or steal a blueprint gets old. Especially when given precious little story to go on. That made it very hard to care. In yep. past games, you were fighting your way past a long list of bosses. Raven, Psychomantis, one of the many beauties. But all of the, all have you in this game is the Parasite Squad. They're cool, and to be honest, my favorite part of the game was the sniper battle with the girl Parasites. But they aren't unique and memorable, except for Quiet. She's pretty memorable, but more on her later. Probably my biggest issue is that the open world doesn't fit this game. I understand that many new games are moving to a massive open world design. Maybe if they would have worked in things to discover or given you any reason at all to explore, it would have been better. But there is no reason to go off mission. No discoverable place or treasure that benefits the player for going off and look around. Music, plants, music, plants.
2: You will music. not find any of the music unless you look. And there's nothing better that. than flying in with some of that goddamn music. And th- just to kind of go back to what she was talking about, like, it's so weird to me, and, and I guess it's a Metal Gear ism, that, like, a game that is so finely tuned is ignored because it doesn't have the Metal Gear ism. Like, that's weird to me.
0: I mean, it's like I said before. If this I, game I hadn't
2: been called Metal Gear, I think it would have been everybody's game of the year.
0: Absolutely. That's that's the thing. If this was not fucking Metal Gear, I would have absolutely fucking loved this game. But see, that
2: goes against what we preach constantly, is that games are just about fun. It's
0: true. But when and, you and take I, something... It's
2: just weird to me. That's all. I've... I'm not saying anybody's wrong, because yeah, I, I get um, it, but it's weird to me. Take, yeah, I mean,
0: like that's the, the first thing. You know, What plays first fiddle for me is fucking gameplay. It always has been. But at the same time, you take something I'm really passionate about, like Metal Gear, and the, what's the greatest thing about Metal Gear? It's
2: fucking insanity, dude.
0: Exactly. And this game is fucking tame compared to the other ones. I
2: know, but okay, so let's go back to... And and let's just break this down from a... I'm sorry, I'm really drunk. Um, (laughs) Let's break this down from an overall perspective. Drew, I've had like 12 shots. Leave me alone. From an overall perspective of like, people talk about this game almost in a negative tone across the board. Yet everybody could not stop playing it.
0: The reason why I couldn't stop playing it because I was thinking there's got to be more to this.
2: Yeah, but even if you didn't think there was more to it, you could have quit if it sucked. You would have quit if it sucked.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of like what I did with The Last of Us.
2: Exactly.
0: Is I could not stand that gameplay.
2: And that's the thing, is Metal Gear has never been known for its gameplay. Yeah. And this is probably one of the funnest loops games, you know, that 30 seconds of fun that I talked about, this is probably the best that it's been all year. That's true. And most people are like, uh, like they come in talking about this game like it's a pile of shit. I played this game for 300 hours. I hate it. I mean, why did you play it for 300 hours? Because it's Metal Gear. No, because it's fun! Well, I I mean, yeah,
0: I mean, it was, like, like I said, it's a I, 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 I'm so fucking torn with this game because of how, how I loved how it played but at the same time this is not a Metal Gear game
2: no absolutely yeah. not I mean it's, it's Metal Gear to a sense it's more Metal yeah. Gear than a fucking Halo 5 is no, that's true but I get where you're coming from but sometimes you gotta look past that because games are supposed to be fun I
1: don't know. So do you think then that if people do go back and replay this in a few years it'll be looked on much more favorably? Absolutely. Because the expectations will already have been changed.
2: Yeah, I think they'll be like, Well, it's not Metal Gear, but goddamn it's good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree with that sentiment.
2: It's it's yeah. a weird yeah. thing and I, I and I understand it. I understand why people are upset. And and you know I was there with you, Drew, I was totally upset that it wasn't a Metal Gear game. Yeah. But god damn it's so good. <laughs> It is. It is good. Like, I, I just, you know I, you know how I love Just Cause. And, like, this game was so much better than Just Cause. Yeah. You know? And that's weird, because most of the time it's not about playing Metal Gear, it's about experiencing Metal Gear. And this time I actually yeah. enjoyed playing it. Yeah. See,
1: I agree with that, but I don't think I can say it's good without saying it's also repetitive.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: Because it, it's good in the way that an MMO can be fun. Even if you're just collecting sheep horns for 20 hours.
2: Oh, God, yeah. I mean, there's so many games that I've stopped playing because of that. And and, it, and it's probably because their loops aren't as good. Like, you know, um, like a DC Universe or an Old Republic or something like that. Like, the loops aren't as fun to me as they are in Metal Gear.
0: Yeah.
2: So, but yeah, it, it is repetitive. There's no doubt about that. You do the same shit over and over and over again.
0: Yeah. So she continues on. Uh, says uh, the open world was a huge waste of this game. The story was too linear, too linear. Um, so when did Ocelot turn into Sam Elliott?
2: <laughs> That's a banquet bear.
0: The dude abides.
2: <laughs> of course, the banquet bear.
0: Uh, it says uh, I understand that he's supposed to be a mentor, and he basically manipulating us to become Snake. But doesn't that explain how he goes? But that doesn't explain how he goes from such a cool Russian character in Snake Eater, and possibly my favorite part of that game, to a nice old guy who just wants everyone to get along. And sometimes he tortures people.
2: Yeah, his character arc and Phantom Pain is my least favorite part of that game.
0: Yeah. He even looks older than Snake. It's just weird. He looks like
2: Troy fucking Baker with long white hair, and it pisses me off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh,
2: you know, because the goddamn guy in Lord of the Rings looked just like him. Yeah. Fucking stop modeling Troy Baker into the games, okay? Just put his voice in there. That's cool. That's cool.
0: This is, uh, I guess uh, they needed someone to contrast Miller, and Ocelot definitely makes Miller hateable. As if Miller didn't need any help with that.
2: I was going to say, Miller's is the fucking douchebag. Fuck I don't really,
0: <laughs> I don't really want to go into the main storyline all that much, except to say that it was boring. Skullface equals bad guy. Destroy Metal Gear, kill Skullface, the end. But that's not the end, is it? No. Now you have to go through all these fucking <laughs> stupid little missions. To try to understand what the real game is about. I think it took me more time messing around trying to make sure I listened to all the right tapes and did all the right side missions. It's stupid and I hate it. I hate having to do seemingly random missions in hope of getting the cutscene where you find out the truth about Snake. But even more infuriating is that the explanation of Fire Volgan... And Psychomantis is just in text as after a few scenes. These are major parts of the story, and they don't even warrant actual cutscene
2: time. No, and oh. you know, to, to talk about that, and to talk about what we talked about earlier, about him being a pervert, there is a goddamn six-minute cutscene dedicated to her dumbass taking her clothes off and dancing in the rain. That's true. And they couldn't make a cutscene about who Psycho Manus is. Fuck you, Kojima, and your goddamn pervertedness.
0: Yeah. And this is like a one-off thing of, oh, the the man on fire is actually uh, Vogan.
2: Yeah, we explain that in a line of text written out, but yet we gotta have a six-minute cutscene about jiggle boobs over here.
0: Yeah. Fuck. And uh, she she says, oh yeah, about that. The Eli and Psycho Manus story is bullshit. I feel like that, I feel like they didn't have a way to kill Fire Volgan because they made him nearly invulnerable. I think you meant invincible.
2: Um, no, invulnerable is a word.
0: Yeah, that's true. Okay, so they just said, "Well, Eli is more vengeful, so let's have Mantis be controlled by him. Then the Metal Gear can roll over Fire Volgan." Then they wash their hands of it. What are you fucking high?
2: Did, did uh, is that something I missed? Is there like a theory of Eli controlling Psychomantis? Because I thought Psychomantis was kind of the one in control.
0: Uh, Psychomantis is manifested by, by your your hatred and vengeance in your in your mind.
2: But he's a real person.
0: He is a real person, but his power is projected like that. And that's all, oh, and that's all told through um, cassette tapes and, and uh, things that you read.
2: Okay, I'm way too drunk for that.
0: Yeah. Oh, and later explain it in cassette tapes. Well, there you go. <laughs> you know what, though? I'm going to forgive it because it's the most Metal Geary part of this game. Surprises that weren't all surprising once they explained that the parasites travel by speaking or language <laughs> or whatever. It's not really a surprise why is why she's quiet, is it? And the big one, boss, isn't the real boss. Two guys in the hospital with faces wrapped, so naturally you aren't going to be playing the real snake. That's the especially, other thing.
2: Is It was his voice talking yeah. to himself yeah. in the hospital, yeah. so it's like you either think he's having a hallucination, especially considering when you crashed in the truck at the end, he wasn't there. Yeah. Like, you were just imagining that. No, fuck you, 40 hours later, that wasn't you.
0: Yep. So, especially since Ishmael does all the bloody work when the hospital gets attacked, also, the other guy doesn't have a huge piece of shrapnel sticking out of his head. So, we do know, and we do know what Big Boss looks like later. Well, they do explain some of that, um, because they use pieces of uh, Solidus Snake, Liquid Snake uh to to repair big boss for the ending to Metal Gear Solid 4
2: Oh god damn that ending
0: Yeah uh, okay. so <laughs> Up next <laughs> Quiet I understand that she really didn't she didn't really want to communicate because there was some small part of her that still wanted revenge But in the end, she says, "If only we shared a common tongue." So obviously, by the end, she wants to talk. That's a sex reference. Yeah. So at the so obviously by the end, she wants to talk to the boss, but couldn't. uh, She had to. Couldn't she have recorded some more cassettes to communicate with him? Does that work? I want to
2: go back to Matt's point about that. What's the rules? Yeah. Does a cassette tape set off the parasites? I don't know. I need this explained. Would you get on the phone with Kojima?
0: (laughs) I mean, apparently that's all anybody does on this base. What about a different language or writing? Did she leave because there was also another outbreak? That was confusing to me. Also, I thought thought she she left
1: because she didn't want to start the last outbreak. That's
2: another really good question. Couldn't you just get a fucking pad and paper and write this shit down? Write it down. Does like Code everybody talk. in the Metal Gear universe not know how to write? Or she at
0: the at, close to the end there, it's revealed that she's actually talking to Code Talker in like a, a, like a Native American tongue. Oh yeah, she like, spoke. Like, she why, spoke to him. Why couldn't Code Talker just translate for her?
2: Maybe Code Talker had the parasites too. God damn it! Well, he was talking in English earlier. <laughs> I don't... He wouldn't
0: shut the fuck up about Kaza's <laughs> fucking burgers.
2: I want some hamburgers. Hamburgers sound really good right now, by the way.
0: Um, Let's see here. Also, she does talk right beside the boss when she guides the helicopter in. How does that not infect him? That whole thing felt like a lot of cheating on their part. Okay, I've hated on this game enough, and this email is crazy long, so I'll cut it off here. I will say that I'm glad I followed along with you guys on this game series. There there have been ups and downs in every zigzag Kojima could squeeze in, and it's been great. Now I have bragging rights that I've played not only every Metal Gear game, but all in one year.
3: God I would have been, damn. I would,
0: yeah. I would have really liked to see both Snakelets, though. I missed Solid. Thanks, Jamie.
2: Yeah, Solid Thank hasn't you. been around in a long time.
0: Yeah, we haven't seen Solid since 2008.
2: Oh, Metal Gear Solid 4, you're still the best game everybody hated.
0: Yeah. Everybody f- did really hate that game for some reason.
2: Oh, everybody and, hates this game now, but I think in five years, this game is going to be looked at as one of the best games ever made.
0: Oh, and probably.
2: I mean, that's just how the internet works, right? Yeah. So, but whatever. I digest. Yeah. I said that on purpose, just so you know, I'm not that drunk.
0: <laughs> so, um, but that's it. I do appreciate everybody sending in emails. Did you check your Twitter? Um, I did not. I
2: can't. Fine. (laughs) You don't have multiple Twitter accounts set up on your phone? What kind of fucking person are you?
0: But we don't really get tweets.
2: You did today. Oh, we did? I saw them. That's why I said it. See, now I put you on the spot, and you're fucked.
0: Well, I'm on my fucking phone. I'm sorry. I
2: can't can't check them.
0: This is a nightmare, so...
2: I'm a nightmare.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you most certainly are.
2: Hey, hey, you enjoying it. <laughs> I've drank a half a bottle of whiskey. I just want you to know that.
0: Oh, well, I believe you. It's
2: New Year's Eve.
0: Yeah, I have to be up at 5 a.m., which is why I'm not drinking.
2: Damn. Pussy. Yeah.
0: So... Um, <laughs> I, do, I mean, we've been on for like two hours. It's, it's two, I'm
2: looking at the recording. It's two hours, one minute, 21 seconds.
0: So um, we're going to end there. If you would like to send us another email, um, my the email is drew at com. You can also follow us all on Twitter. I'm at DML Fury. Uh, Matt is at REMGS. And Ken is at ZTGD. And the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Uh, you can get in contact us with there. Uh, I Matt, Witcher two next, right?
1: Uh, yeah, Witcher two next. I, I was going to see if we wanted to discuss this today or or hold off, but either Witcher two next or we do a short one before Witcher two.
0: Okay, well, the, would, would it's the year of the RPG? Yeah, next year has kind of been dubbed the year of the RPG. Um...
1: Witcher two is maybe not,
2: a... Witcher two is not short. Yeah, (laughs) one,
0: two, or three.
2: No, no, two is short compared to three, though. Fuck.
0: So I mean, you got something coming up or something, Matt?
1: No, I only say that because I bought a bunch of computer parts, but I live in Memphis, so they were all stolen off my front (laughs) porch. Oh my god! God, And then the guy came back the next day and tried to extort money out of me to get my parts
2: back. Did you kick his ass?
1: Uh, no, there were three of them.
2: Okay, then, yeah, okay.
1: Um, and I didn't have shoes or a phone. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, that was the last I saw of any of my computer parts.
2: Fucking, let's hunt so, them down, uh, bastards.
1: Yeah. So, Newegg is supposed to ship me some more. Okay. Uh, I mean... You know, it may be another week or two before they get here, and then I still have to build my computer.
2: Is there really a short RPG you could do?
0: I don't think so.
1: I was
2: going to say, because, like, that's kind of the definition of RPG is long.
0: Oh, I tell you what, we'll just, uh, this, this podcast obviously won't go up until next week sometime, I'm guessing.
2: Yeah, Um, there's no way in hell I'm getting out of bed to put this up tomorrow.
0: Yeah, what we may do is, is that we'll have this go up next week, and then Matt, if you want to, the week after, we can go ahead and just record like a, a intermission. Okay. And then see where we're going there. Yeah, that could work. Um, But yeah, so the, I, I am excited as shit to get into The Witcher 2.
2: It's a good yeah, game.
1: Worst case, I might be able to just suffer through it on the computer I have. Play through
2: the tutorial that they added.
0: No, I'm...
1: I'm It was was
2: not there when the game launched. And the Xbox 360 version... And I'm pretty sure the PC version added it. But play that tutorial. Because it will suggest what difficulty you should play on. And that game is a lot different than 3. Okay. Like, there's a lot of shit going on in that game. Right. So good, though.
0: But, um... Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. I hope everyone uh, has a great new year.
2: I hope you did, because this is in the past now.
0: Yeah, this is true.
2: I had a good um, one.
0: It is 10.38 right now. <laughs>
2: I got two hours.
0: You got two hours. or an hour and a half left, so. I still got a half a um, bottle
2: of whiskey. I'm all right.
0: Uh, you know, yeah, well, you can finish that up by midnight.
2: I don't know how much is in here. I was looking for the amount, and I can't find it.
0: Oh. Uh. But, but it's um, half
2: gone. So.
0: But yeah, that'll be, uh, I think that's it for this year. And I hope everyone enjoyed our Year of the Gear. It's been a hell of a ride, but I had a lot of fun. And yeah, I learned something. I learned that I have so much more respect for Metal Gear 2, and I've lost respect for Metal Gear 3.
2: <laughs> and you should tune in to our Game of the Year. Yeah. We're Two weeks. Be host- well, I'm sorry, one week from Sunday.
0: Yeah. So um, we're going to be doing that. I may have to do a separate podcast for Phoenix Down, depending on who can join us and stuff. And Matt, I'd like to have you on for for your Game of the Year stuff, too.
2: Yeah, I want to have yeah. as many people as we can. And if we got to do two shows, we did two shows last year, so who cares? Yeah.
0: I, if we can get everybody on Sunday, that Sunday... That'd be- <laughs> I can't control that kind of show, Drew, even when I'm drunk. <laughs> that's That's true, but... That would be a that would be an unexpected fun clusterfuck.
2: I don't yeah. I don't I don't even know if that's listenable.
0: I think it would be. I How think, many people
2: I mean, is that? Is that like seven, eight, nine people? That's about seven people. Are you sure it's only seven? There's three on here. There's three that join us regularly on the show. There's two overseas, and two that don't join that often. add that up for me.
0: Well, there's, alright, so if we had everybody on, yeah. If we had everybody on, it'd be me, you, Matt, uh, Justin, Justin, Jason, Brian, John, and Sophie. So it'd be and nine Dave. People. And Dave. And. So it'd be 10 people.
2: Yeah, 10 people on one podcast is not a good idea.
0: All we have to do is just say, okay, Drew, what's your top 10? Okay. Now it's Dave's turn. No, yeah. that
2: is never the way it's going to happen, Drew. We're going to have conversations about the games because, God damn it, I have I have honorable mentions. And I'm sure people are going to want to talk about their disappointments. Yeah, that's true. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5.
0: That's, that's a good one. That's a pretty good
3: one. <laughs> Oh, god uh, well, damn, we'll, we'll, I need we'll another drink. Out. I,
0: may, I may do a Phoenix Down version of the game of the year, too, and have some people on.
2: Game of the year? I got, got 10 J games. That's 11 people. See? You forgot about Jay. <laughs> Motherfuckers act like they forgot about Jay.
0: <laughs> oh, my god. You were fucking gone, dude. <laughs>
2: people wanted us to get drunk on a show. I got drunk on a show.
0: Okay, well, here, here's the thing. Before we end the recording, please don't lose the recording.
2: It's right here. I'm saved. looking at it. It's two hours, seven minutes, and 55 seconds.
0: I, do, I just don't want you to, like, fumble over the keyboard or something and accidentally delete this
2: thing. All I got to do is hit save. You see, I'm using Audacity, so it it backs up all of the files.
1: That's true. Yeah, I is, recorded it, so I think we're safe.
2: This is okay. after we had the infamous 100th episode that was deleted by Jesus.
0: That's true.
2: That's true, by the way.
3: Yeah. That Jesus. episode,
2: that episode was so rough. offensive that Jesus deleted it with a typhoon.
3: Yeah.
0: Literally. Typhoon like, typhoon literally. Like, we were in the Ohio. middle of the
2: show, and the power went out because of a hurricane.
0: A hurricane in Ohio.
2: That's right. Like, pieces of my roof came off during that show. Oh, that's insane. am you have no idea how bad that episode was. It was bad.
0: But anyway, hopefully we didn't offend anybody here. So
2: uh, you better, you better be done soon.
0: Yeah, we're we're done. So <laughs> we're gonna. This is that's the end of the Metal Gear series. Uh, like I said, I appreciate everybody listening. We will be back uh, probably with an intermission show. Uh, it'll be the first one of the of the new year, and. Um, I hope you guys have a great one. Uh, until then, I'm Drew. And I'm Matt.
2: And I'm drunk.
0: <laughs> and we are out of here. hope you guys have a great new year, and we'll see you in 2016.
3: I'm still standing, motionless Far in the distance There is light, a light that burns These scars of old All this pain reminds me